And we are coming down in three, two, one. Welcome to Getting Sports with Drunk. I'm your host, is Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Mark Sheen Watchable. Nope. I don't like how long that took. Uh, today, I am going to be Yoshi Souls. Yoshi Souls. And the Red Baron. Meow. Nope, I'm not doing it anymore. You know, Souls, I don't, I don't get it. What the, what's not to get? I, I, you lobbed it up for him there, and he just let it fall. I know. He lobbed it right up. That was, it was like the perfect time. It was for unbelievable. It. He wasted all those before. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since he kind of became a big shot. There we go. He became a douchebag. Is that uh, true? Facts. I guess so. I, I can't deny it. But I think I was always kind of that way, though. Yeah. So, I mean, what really changed? Your nose is a little straighter. Is it? Mm-hmm. No. It's actually more crooked because I'm going to break it again after <laughs> the show. <laughs> it's prematurely more crooked. <laughs> Would you rather have your nose or Kyle's nipples? Oof. First of all... Actually, can I see them in your car? <laughs> They're <Yeah>. dark. <laughs> They're dark. <laughs> you know what pepperoni looks like? They're not that dark. We're talking Genoa salami. <laughs> Better than your fucking light pink bullshit on yours. You know, Kyle, I'm actually not even positive that I have nipples. I can't even, I can't even feel them. I don't even know they're there. Shut your face. All right, whatever. Uh, I... I, I, I I've seen Mark twist them. Once in a great while, he'll get a he'll get a clamp on them. But Kendall's tough to find. That's what I mean. They're tough to find. He just doesn't know where they are. (laughs) I think they're near his stomach. They're under there. They're on his back. A couple of back nipples. (laughs) Pickles. But to answer your question, I'm keeping my nose. All the all the problems it's caused, I I can't live without it. It's a part of me. It's fair. Deviated set them at all. Starting lineup. Yeah. Souls. Uh, I, to I, the roots. Yeah. I'm going with Super Duper Double Citra again. From where? Thomas Hooker Brewing. In where? I don't know. Fucking How do you not know yet? Because I don't read the can much. It's in Connecticut, though. What's the ABV? I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> it's, the thing, it's the number in front of ABV. I know, but it's from Bloomfield, Connecticut. Hey. Get back to me on the ABV. Mock. Sheen Washable. I have from Alchemist Brewing in Vermont. He is so mad. Crusher double IPA. What's the ABV? The ABV, Kyle, is 8%. You're looking for a percentage on there, Kyle. That's what you're looking for. At least we cleared that up. (laughs) It's the only number that doesn't say 16. Kyle, you've been on this show (laughs) for five minutes. Kendall. From Harpoon. <laughs> hey guys, Jeff's not coming. <laughs> just responded. <laughs> Jeff just texted, hey, I just got out of work. I'm not going to make it. Oh well. Maybe he'll listen. We'll see. Eh. I, I will bet money that he doesn't. Want a better shot? Yeah. All right. Oh, 8%. <laughs> 8% chance of Jeff listening. <laughs> From Harpoon, the Duncan Summer Coffee Pale Ale. That deserves to be shot and thrown away. 
5% ABV. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited for it. The, the story behind this real quick is I met uh, the Riddler in a parking lot. I went to the wrong parking lot initially. He told me to meet Different somewhere. country clubs in Orange. <laughs> He, he said the right thing. And it's like, oh, yeah, I know where that is. And I went to the one I wanted to go to. <laughs> where are you? Then he said, I didn't see your car, so I went to the lower lot. And I'm like, the next lot is a dump. <laughs> but Brother, what do you got over there? Uh, I have from Cooperstown, New York, Ooh. the 20th Anniversary Ale, which is a bourbon barrel-aged Belgian-style dark ale brewed by Omegang. What's the ABV? Uh, <laughs> it's undisclosed because it varies bottle by bottle because they use different bourbon yeah, casts likely stories to age there, their beers. Likely story there. He called you Paulus. Yeah, I know. He's turning into Vito. I've been calling him Paulus for like a couple weeks now. <laughs> That's <laughs> not true at all. <laughs> he qualifies it. <laughs> I've been colorblind for like six minutes. Wow. He's always love egg whites. You know, mm, that's, a, sure. that's a given. Listen. Whatever, Michigan. Toast of excellence. In Toast college. of excellence. Toast of excellence. I'll lead off. This isn't the getting egg whites with soul show. You better not take it. I won't. I won't. I, I, at least I don't think <laughs> it. I'm a big fan of, I mean, all these people uh, beating Aaron Rodgers at chugging beer. <laughs> Drake just doing it on, what was it, the party bus yeah. for, the, for the Raptors. So that's my toast of excellence. You see the thing, though, the other quarterbacks, like, breaking Rodgers' balls about it, and he's like, well, at least they're better than me at one thing. I didn't see that, but <laughs> screw him. Or he, or he was like, finally, they're better than me at one thing or something like that. I, I don't care. That's I, a cop out. Yeah, I hate him. My toast of excellence. My toast is to Josh McCown, hanging it up 17 years, 10 different teams. It's a sad day. Yeah. He'll be back. Watched a highlight tape of him he playing won't. slot receiver. <laughs> How'd it go? Hey, he made a few catches. They only showed catches. I don't know if he had any drops. Probably. A couple of, couple of nice uh, first down receptions. Contact? Yeah, he, he got hit a couple times. So, Josh McCown, hats it's, off it's, to you. It's crazy to think that, you know, he's been playing football basically as long as we've been watching it. Yeah. <laughs> he's been on a different team, yeah. like, every two years. Mine's uh, to the St. Louis Blues. Fuck. And Toronto Raptors. <laughs> oh, you can't take both. <laughs> <laughs> Snuck it in there. Uh, both on winning their first uh, major championship in franchise history. Um. No, Even very established championship franchises. Uh, just good, good for them. I wonder if that's ever <laughs> happened before in sport. Like that, two teams won a first, like a franchise first title, like back to back nights. Back to back nights, probably not. So that's right. Like be able to happen in basketball. <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah, hockey. And you got to think. I mean, that ended in six games. So if the Warriors had won, it would have gone uh, NBA two more weeks. Yeah. Before they played <laughs> another game. So. I mean, I, Mass I almost had the clean sweep. Yeah, you know, it's, it's awfully convenient that he's not here, you know, so we can't you know, break well, he's his a balls. Well, he's a big Raptors and Blues fan. What a rat. <laughs> Let the, his teams were left up to chance, and he, he no, drew... No, no, no. Well, no. the Blues, no. no the Blues. I, 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 I'll give him that, but... Yeah, this chip has been here for, like, three weeks now. Yeah, well, you should eat it. <laughs> what flavor is it? I'll tell you. Uh, it's fucking this thing, man. The tortilla. Oh, I That's from it. LB. Yeah. Tell her to eat it. No, she's she's gone now. Jersey now. We can mail it. Did cool. she move there? She moved. You got a job down there. Kyle, your toast? Uh, my toast is to Luke McCown for being Josh McCown's brother. And I only say this because Paul took one of mine. Sounds okay. like Paul took both of them. No, just one. Whatever one he was going to say, I was going to go with the other. And he said them both. Yeah, well, that's his fault. <laughs> All right. That's fair. Yeah, let's go Luke. 
Make another commercial for us. You know why? Because that was a great commercial. It was a good commercial. Uh -oh. How's that awful uh -oh. beer? I can see the foam rising up. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> oh, no. Quick, somebody tap the top. It's still smoking, Kendall. Can you see it? A little bit. It actually so it's not bad. I like it. No, you don't. Does, easy, does easy it taste like iced coffee? That's yeah. all I have to say, and then we'll go yeah. we'll the, save it for the beer. Oh, oh, oh. Mark's getting there. Maybe if he's stroking. Oh, Mark, Mark, oh. Mark. Oh, 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 oh. A little bit of a premature foaming. I think we should just do this for the hour. Just, <laughs> just watch it. Yeah, well, there's yeast in here. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Yeast! Yeast! I like that one. <laughs> that sounded like Shaggy. Zoinks? <laughs> Scoob! Oh, Currently man. getting Facebook going. Yeah. It's like you're kind a little... of taking your sweet time over Well, there. I was, you know, kind of enjoying myself and, you know. <laughs> Talk about... The good, the good ribbing we've been giving each other. <laughs> the good Rock rubbing. Say the good Rock rubbing. You. The good ribbing. Rubbing. Oh, rubbing. I'm sorry. Ravishing. So, so the NBA draft. What about it? Kyle wanted to talk about it. No, we didn't. Nah. Nah. Whatever. That, that was fake. I made this cool color coordination of it with all the team's <laughs> first and secondary colors. Looks like a sparkle quiz. <laughs> <laughs> Pull one up. <laughs> Uh, ever since I got the keyboard, I've been playing Sparkle Quizzes pretty much exclusively. <laughs> I did it today at work. Yeah, Ken, you should one. get faster at typing so we can do more of those. That's not going to change. <laughs> Take a typing class, you bum. <laughs> I did my uh, freshman year of high school, and uh, it was past fail, and I barely passed that. <laughs> what was your words per second? Oh, six. Very poor. Per I mean, second? It, what? Uh, no, one? What's your words per minute? <laughs> no, not if it was A. <laughs> oh, it's three. I don't know, honestly, it's probably like 25. You think so? You think I, it's I, only 25? I, I'm pretty bad. I think that's shooting high. <laughs> <laughs> Can you type? Could you do any sort of effective typing without looking at the keyboard? I can. Yes and no. Uh... More on the no Aww. side, but, I, <laughs> but like I, I have like an idea. But you know, I, you know the little lines are for on the keyboard, right? Yeah, I, I just throw where your index fingers go, and then you line up the rest of your fingers. I know that, but it just ASDF. Uh, I like get my own head. Semicolon. I can't dribble a basketball without looking at the ball. It's kind of like the same deal. Can you be filleted without looking at the ball? No, I always gotta look. What if it's by Lonzo Ball? Which ball do you look at? Uh, Lavar. Yeah. Didn't LeVar just hit on uh, the first take host? I don't know. He's really upset, Stephen though. Stephen A? No. <laughs> <laughs> whatever, whatever the woman's name is. You know what's funny? Like, he, he initially was really pissed about the trade. And then today I saw that he was talking to Stephen A. I was like, no, I wanted him to get traded in New Orleans. I used the media to make it happen. <laughs> I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> to be that guy, just say whatever you want and get away with it. <laughs> it's got to be a fun life to live. <laughs> Souls? What's up, man? NBA draft? All right. Did you make a mock draft? Yeah, we did. Who? Who's we? You and I? I did not. Just the two of us. Well, Mass was supposed we to are, do one. We are live on Facebook also now. Share the video. Check it out. Mass we is not here. Coming out of it? I know we're live on Facebook, but is there any chance that we could possibly go Facebook live? <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. All right, oh, so yeah. uh, the NBA draft's coming up this Thursday. 
Thursday. Souls uh, are stoked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what time does the draft start, Souls? Eight o'clock. What time is your softball game? I do. What time is your softball game? Seven o'clock. Oh, I wish it was at nine to so miss the <laughs> Sixers pick. Look at the best. Because I wouldn't pick him up. He would go into a stranger's house. <laughs> I got 60 bucks. Just let me watch <laughs> it. You want to get Domino's? <laughs> I'll buy. <laughs> he turns it on with the 25th pick. Fuck! Because <laughs> I got these cinnamon sticks. Yeah, I haven't had those in a while. Guess who's getting Domino's later? No. Not nah, you. usually get McDonald's. Mm. It depends on how many super duper little citrus he has. We have two. All right. Hey, Mark, form a shot. All right. Oh, we got I don't, I don't have upstairs. a device. Yeah, you do. It's I called the say, pump in Ma- his mouth. Paul just wants McDonald's. No. <laughs> it's like his to, excuse. What I want to do is I want to watch Kyle choke to death. <laughs> That's cool. Shake. You can pour me a shot, though. Kyle, into what? I don't know. Why you got to be thinking about it? How do I know the cups aren't right next to you? I, I Boilermaker? Because we just said it. Boilermaker? Where are the cups? Well, here. We can get shot glasses upstairs, or there's some solo cups on the fridge. One of the two. Or Boilermaker? Or Boilermaker. I don't like those. No Boilermaker. You do like them. Those make whack. me sleep you on toilets. I've had shots in like fucking six years. I've had shots. I just... I... Prove it. Uh, are you going to start this argument right now on the air? <laughs> yeah. We can talk about this during the break. Getting poor for drunk. I'm the only one doing the drunk part. I'll do the shot. So the NBA draft. <laughs> nah. So it's just Thursday. Uh, all 30 teams don't have picks. Um, <laughs> yep. Actually, like there's like only 12 teams that pick. Or it's going to feel that way. But this is a, one of those, as usual, NBA drafts where the top three or four players are all bona fide studs. And everybody else after that is a giant question mark. Right, Kyle? Correcto, Mundo. The NBA draft is a joke. I think so. It's just like, I don't know. It's, it's a, the picks don't mean anything. Anything outside of the team, anything outside of the top 10 is not worth anything in the NBA draft. You think you're like, you could trade the 9 for like a decent player and the 10 for Cameron Payne. Do you think there's ever uh, a chance that like all the players out of college they just go into the G League and then they, they... so it's funny you say that because I was going to propose a question about the NBA draft kind of alright why don't you take the reins alright so this past week we saw the Toronto Raptors win their first NBA championship and the team featured three G League previous G League players including a G League MVP and including Spicy P who was kind of like the first to like rise through the ranks of the G League into the NBA into a starting spot and now won a championship so, my question is, to all those who wish to participate, um, do you think the G League is going to, over the next couple years, be, become more of that farm system style of things for NBA, NBA teams, both draft prospects as well as maybe like off-the-street people or injured, injury-prone people that maybe like couldn't play for a while? Like, think of a player like maybe like a Greg Oden... Or something like that, like a like a like a current day Greg Oden, someone who just was constantly injured, and like maybe he plays in the G League to kind of build things back up for himself, maybe earns a roster spot. Because we saw it with that guy with the Lakers that came out, and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he wasn't a starter by any means, but he could have been a depth player for them. And with that being said, if you do think that the G League will become a farm type system, you think there's any chance within the next like maybe ten years? the NBA turns into a three-round draft so that teams can actually draft 
players in that third round to go straight into a, their G League farm system. It creates more TV revenue. People will watch it. It creates more G League noted players because it's college players that have made a name for themselves. Because there's plenty of players that have made great names for themselves in colleges that don't get drafted in the NBA. Yeah. Like they might not, it's just because they're not, may not be NBA material, but they could be G League material. And who knows, maybe with some decent exposure and some proper coaching in the G League, like you see in the AHL and you see in the minors for the MLB and stuff like that. Certain players, I mean, the first, the, the best players in the MLB aren't always number one draft, aren't always first round draft picks. Is, is there any stock in that just NBA rosters are so much smaller that, like, the, the need for a developmental league isn't. I don't know. It's different. But I than... think. But but the thing with the NBA roster is that like five guy, four to five guys on your roster don't play anyway. Yeah. But that's mostly because they're there for. They're just like they're they're essentially like backup quarterbacks. They're yeah. there to fill roles in case people get injured or like severely people like foul trouble and people need a break or you, you go up big or something like that. Like that's really what the role is. But like guys like that could go could be like traded up and down into the G League and used like you gotta think like you could have a you you could have a michael jordan-esque player as your 12th man that maybe wasn't the greatest in college but he's you're never gonna really know what he's like because maybe he kills it in practice but he's not gonna get starting time and he's not gonna get enough minutes to prove himself if he has a bad game in two minutes like that's not so so then as a player like what you were just described being a player that you know only comes in say if a team is you know up big or so on like that would you rather be that player in the NBA or, say, a starter in the G League? Well, it depends because they can they can start to incorporate things that the AHL does with the NHL, where you can have one way and two way contracts. Because, mm-hmm. like, you can have a, if you have a one way contract, say you sign somebody like maybe like a like Omar Sheik, for example, like not a powerhouse Good guy. Name. Good yeah. name. But like like maybe you give him a one way contract where it's like, okay, we're gonna pay you two point eight million dollars a year. That's whether you start in the G League or get or bench ride in the NBA. Yep. No matter where you play, you this is what you make. Or you could do a two way contract where it's like what you would give to like maybe like a G League guy. Be like, hey, you're gonna make eight hundred fifty thousand dollars a year, but if you play well enough, then you get called up to the NBA. You'll make one point five, type of thing like that. Yeah. But I just think that like there's so much, like injuries because the rosters are so small. Even though there are players on our current roster that already don't play, an injury is so much more detrimental. It's it's a lot different to bring in a player if somebody goes down in game fifty three of the season to a like a, a terrible injury and they're out for the year. It's a lot different. Like yeah, you have to fill in the roster for the rest of that game with somebody, but it's a lot different for the remainder of the season to bring in somebody that has been playing for forty games and an active team that has whether winning or losing and been running that position and been playing yep. versus somebody that's just been bench riding and getting practice minutes. I don't know. I don't know if the G League... It's an interesting will... idea. I mean... Kyle, what do you think? It's tough for a couple of reasons. One, I don't think the NBA will go to a three-round draft because of they can just sign your undrafted free agents. And by by them doing that, they'll play in the summer league, which is basically like an audition to see if they can make it to the roster or go to the G League. But again, there's so many... It's so limited. Yeah, but the summer league's a joke. It's not. It is. It gets all the rookies to play. Still a joke. But then, but then you got you know, the the professional leagues. But all the rookies don't play. 
Zion's not going to play the summer league. Yes, he will. He's not going to play the whole summer league. He won't play the summer whole league, but he'll play. He'll play, play the two league. games. It's like what it's like what the fucking kid the the kid from whatever did that he played one game in the combine and then was just like yeah I'm good enough I, I can make it well, in the round and he would have had a higher stock if he played but the, but that's just how it goes all the time I mean it's like that in all sports I mean the top guys they don't want to risk injury you're gonna you see that in every I mean you go to the that's con- every sport like, are you gonna are you gonna risk playing Zion for a, a, a meaningless summer league game you know what he can do what is he auditioning for. Whatever team drafts Zion, what's he auditioning for? A starting yeah, I spot? I get like him. I'm talking about like the other 28 players in the first round that need to figure out. Outside of the out from the mock draft that you and I constructed, outside of the top three, none of them are like maybe a few here and there that have like real detrimental needs, but 25 of them aren't starting anyway. Even if even if they go out and average 40 points a game in the summer league, they're not starting. So, so because there's question. still a certain level of pay your dues. I have a question. It's not like the NFL where you have, in the NFL, you, you have fucking, you have, what is it? You have 33 starters in the NFL. You have 33 people that need to be able to start a game yeah. on different sides of the ball. 33. Yeah. That's a lot. In the NBA, you have five. And that's it. Five no matter who has the ball. Yeah. Baseball, you've got eight plus five. Plus, relievers. NHL, there is no starting. I mean, you start games, but you need yeah. to be able to... You have at least 12 on offense. You have at least six on defense, and you got at least one goalie. But in basketball, it's five. And even a washed-up Dwight Howard is going to get the start over any of the centers in this draft. Fair? Yeah. So, so this summer league... um. Is it primarily like rookies playing no, it's against rookies? Each other? It's rookies and new acquisitions that have X amount of years of experience in the NBA. So, like, if Kevin Durant went to the Knicks, for example, Kevin Durant can't play in the summer league. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, or like Demarcus Cousins, wherever he goes, he's not playing in the summer league. Okay, but like, let's say Laurie Markkinen, the Bulls traded Laurie Markkinen to the Suns. So, like Lonzo, Lonzo can play in the summer league. Like, I, I guess he's asking, but he, no, yeah, right? <laughs> no, I'm asking because like, um. You know, if it's primarily just like the rookies, how's that any different? Like, how is that to see how they would translate to well, the Well, it's NBA like second-year players, too. Yeah, okay. That makes more sense, then. But, like, it's another thing sophomores, is, It's rookies and sophomores, and I believe it's new acquisitions up to four years oh, okay. of experience. So, like, in theory, you could, if if Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid were packaged together to be traded, they could play in a summer league for another team. Because neither of them have four years of NBA experience. Yeah. Another thing is that Simmons still in his rookie year. The the, the play like the leagues overseas are also a lot bigger now than they were a couple years ago. So you can see all these like kids that aren't drafted go to China or go to Serbia and get their reps and get their time there because they'll be able to play because there's more opportunity there. There's more teams. Well, I, I think there. a lot of that too has to do with the money. I yeah. mean, they go over there and make a ton of money. Playing overseas, and then, and then they, they come, they do well then they come back and they realize, oh, I made a lot of money there. Yeah, <laughs> Jimmer for not a lot here. Jimmer, Tracy McGrady. Like that—that's like another thing that gets in the way of the G League, that you can make more money outside of it. Yeah. Well, well, well I just don't get them. Like, go so, play for Lavar. Then, so why have the G League? What's the point of the G League? I don't know. 
There's, there's, there's no point unless what, what you kind of posed, you know, because it's not like, getting, it's not getting media attention. Right. People yeah. aren't watching G League right. games. It's, <laughs> People in the towns might go to them like you would go to like a Sound Tigers game in Connecticut, like for fun, like it's cheap and it's fun. But what's the point of the G League otherwise? It's like watching a uh, two hundred five live on the WWE Network. Who's doing that? You can take a shot, Rebecca. That's right. Um, yeah, I'll go get you a solo cup. You go fill it. If you're gonna go get a good shot glasses upstairs. You're gonna have Please. Kyle rummaging around. It's on the the feel like a far right cabinet, like on, the, the, on the bathroom side. Get the Litchfield glasses. It's just what's the point of the G League, though? Like, what's the point of it? I see your point. I mean, there it's. I guess it's somewhat of a developmental league, but in what aspect? Just just in the sense that these guys are still playing competitive basketball and they can go into the NBA. Like, it's not as it's not like a uh, you know it's not like a triple A farm team in the MLB it, it's or the AHL it, it it is different but I guess it's some type of well if they could incorporate a way that like you know like what you pose Riddler someone goes down and well hey we have someone that we could bring up you know who's been playing ball all year and we could sub him into a position when the, what comes happened with back, the guy from the Lakers I can never remember his name <coughs> um well that guy was like 38 no but like but the Lakers were injury ridden they needed a body yeah and so they brought, they brought him up him, and he ended that, up going yeah. off in that game yeah I mean he's not going to be a starter forever but, like, look at the Raptors. Like, the Raptors brought guys up, and it worked. Because you bring up people. Like, the people at your G League team is a, it's a blueprint for what your team is. So, you're not, you know, you're not. It's not like you just have, like, a G League team that's just doing its own thing while your NBA team is doing its own thing. The G League teams are, are a blueprint of what the NBA teams are. Yeah. Like, my thing is, is if it's not going to be a developmental league, what's the point of having the G League, especially... If they're not even affiliated with the NBA in all team aspects, now are they are they not affiliated? They're affiliated with the NBA, but not every team has a G League team. So what's the point? Well, there's some teams that like mix. I think the, I think it's the Red Ants that ha- that are like affiliated with like three different teams. How is that able to be? So what they do is if like they ever need to call anybody up, any one of those three teams can call somebody up from that team. That's hilarious. That's that's so, that's so weird, but it's right. just like, but what's the point of it? So I'm saying that they should either the point of it is for the old guys to be able to play. Well, that's where they got that other that no, like, 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 like a Mecca Okafor <laughs> played in it. But like, what's the point? There isn't. So get rid of it. <clears throat> it's a waste. Either get rid of it or use it. <clears throat> I think every. I think it's dumb. I think every league should have a developmental league. Well, what it's going to be good for up, is for when like. Um, the kids that don't want to go to college, you can play a year in the G League and then get drafted. That's what that could be used for. And that's gone now. That's going away. That's going to go away because they they want to get rid of it. They're already they're already talking about doing two years in the NCAA. Too many people get hurt and have nothing to fall back on. See the the other downfall, like the the NCAA doesn't really do a lot to like help their players all at all. Um. You know, like uh, for the players that declare for the draft, they're cash cows. But even, I mean, this is the same in in football and anything. Like, if you declare for the draft and you don't get drafted, you can't go back to school. No, so you can. You just can't play. All right. So, but that's what I mean. Like these guys are there on scholarships. Now you don't have your scholarship anyway. It, it's they make so much money off these players, and and they don't. I don't help I, them out at all. Yeah, I, I mean, I can get behind like if you declare for the draft and don't get drafted, which, whatever. But like that, you can't play the sport. But we'll like 
honor your your rest of your scholarship, let you finish school. Yeah, I can get behind that, but I'm never going to be behind paying college. Players. I don't think they should get paid, but I mean, on on the same thing, like they make so much money off these kids, and if they do anything to make their own money outside of like the schools paying them, they get they get penalized for it. Yeah, penalized. Yeah, but the thing is, is like what people don't look at, like oh, all these people are making this college money. They're getting a five. They're having the chance. They're not taking advantage of it. They're getting the chance the to get a five star education for yes, free. I agree. These yeah. people are getting scholarships to go to places like Duke and North Carolina, schools that have good education programs. Like just because North Carolina State is a great school for sports doesn't mean it's not doesn't make a good education. It, it, it has its enrollment isn't based off of sports. No. Same thing with Alabama. Same thing with Florida. With Georgetown. All these schools, and then you look at like flo- like football schools, like Penn State, Harvard, Princeton. So these athletes are getting the opportunity to get a five star, multiple hundred thousand dollar education for free. They're the ones not taking advantage of it. I, That's I their agree. pay. I agree. That's their pay. They're getting because here's the deal. It, it's no secret, and I'm not saying you're disagreeing yeah. with me. I'm just like it's no secret that in the job world, if you're a B plus student that graduated from UConn. With or an A minus student that graduated from UConn with an engineering degree, and the person you're running up against in the job was a B minus student from Harvard with an engineering degree, you're not getting the job nine times out of ten because they went to Harvard. Yeah. A B minus in Harvard to a lot of people is like, oh, you got an A in yeah, a lesser school. So they're getting that opportunity. That's their payment because it's not only the free tuition they're getting for however long they choose to play, especially college football players where they have to play for three years. Because I'm sorry. As somebody who went to college, if you really wanted to, you could graduate in three years. Look at Emeka Okafor. Emeka Okafor played all four years at UConn and graduated with honors with two degrees. Oh, yeah. I mean, people do it. That's the thing. Like, I, I don't think the schools should pay the players. I, I, I disagree, I guess, to a degree with that the players can't do anything with their name while they're in the NCAA. That's like what, what I, sell jerseys? Not even sell, but they can't. They can't do anything if they're at an event and like take a picture and sign it. They can get. They can lose their eligibility. It, it's no. They can sign it. They just can't sell it. But that's what I mean. Like I, I don't understand why they can't make mo- their own money outside the school. The school, I agree. The school is paying them with the education. But if they do things outside the school, I don't understand why that affects. Their, their NCAA eligibility. Well, the only thing that I can really think of that they'd be able to do outside of college, outside of college hoops or college football that would earn the money that the pros do that earns the money is endorsements. Like outside of what? Like athletes aren't selling their autographs for money. I mean, there are some, but they they're not they don't last. But like, I mean, even but like, like even to go to events. I mean, if an athlete comes to an event to sign on, there someone's paying them to come to that event. You know what I mean? Like if if any anybody like uh, no, I know what you mean. I get I get what you're saying on that. Aspect. You know, but well, the whole point. I know it dances on the line with you know they're getting paid so they're perfect, but you know the these schools and the NCAA themselves are making you know millions of dollars off these kids, and if they make a penny, they they lose their eligibility. Which but I, the, but it, it, that's life. That's my thing. Like I don't disagree with it because it's it's life. I mean, how much money? Does how how much money does the the person who owns Kyle's Burger King make versus Kyle? I I I know. And Kyle, yes, Kyle gets paid an hourly wage, 
But that translates into their free education that they're getting, that they're not taking advantage of. Their free education. That's their payment, their free education. The NCAA is benefiting off of them playing, and their payment is a free education. So so with that same example, like he has the option to go do work outside of that and make money himself. Not but not using the company. If he went if, he but they don't need to use the company. But they they are using the company. Because as an athlete for Duke, if Zion Williamson goes out and signs autographs, he is it's a representation of Duke. He's not going out and doing Zion things. He's doing things that are branded by Duke. But that's what I mean because it's not he he when when you go into the NBA you're in the NBA you're it's like a middleman thing like you're an employee like LeBron's an employee of the Lakers yeah but it's all handled through an agent like these kids it's it's not really an employee employee relationship it's more of like a charitable contribution like you give me this I give you that it's more of a trade it, it's no I, I know. And, should should the one and done thing be gone? Like, should you have to play in college to go to the NBA? Do you think? Yes, I do. I personally do. The reason that rule was implemented was for all the wrong reasons. That rule had nothing to do with college education. Because what are you going to get in a year? You can't even get an associate's degree in a year. No, that's so, what I mean. It had to do with the NCAA making money. Yeah, that's exactly what it had to do. People like LeBron and, and Dwight Howard and stuff like that coming straight out of and and uh, Kevin Garnett coming straight out of high school. These big names that would have drawn money. Yeah, I I personally I personally think that, in my opinion, I think that if you are going to go the college route, you need to. Not only attend two years of school, you need to complete. I don't care if it's a D minus. Yeah, you need to get an associate's degree. I can get that's in that. my that's opinion. Fair. You need to complete the requirements to get an associate's degree. Gen Ed classes. You don't need to major in anything. Yeah, but you need to get an associate's degree. I think that's fair. I mean, if you're going to do it, you should a, have to complete. And I it. understand that it's an irresponsibility that causes it for players, but you see players all the time. That go out, they play ten years, maybe not even superstars. They and then all their money gets lost through poor money management, gambling, whatever. And then when it's all said and done, these players are left with nothing. Yeah, and they have no education to fall back on, other than oh, I was the next NBA player, uh, and no one's like, cool. Who, yeah. who, who are you? Yeah, like, it, and you got a grand openings at McDonald's and stuff like that. Hey, that guy's a Super Bowl legend. I know, I know. Bad, bad example. But... <laughs> The premise remains the same. That was his last catch ever. Yeah. Was it? Yep. Yeah. The helmet catch was David Terry's last catch. Because he, I know he played the year after, but I think he got hurt. Yeah. I know he played the year after. No, he got hurt. He didn't. That was his last catch. And was on oh, the Ravens cool. practice squad. Yeah, we As found of, that out. Uh, two weeks two weeks ago, last week, one of the, one of the three. Uh, I personally think that, and I think for any sport, if you're going to go the college route, you should have to, I think you should have to pa- pass the standards to get an associate's degree. So that's, fair. that's reasonable for the NBA. If the if you say go to high school in the states and then you go play in France for a year, can, are you draft eligible at that Next point? Year. You have yeah. to play a full year. That's right. Like you play a full year in France and and then you yeah. So do you think if this one and done thing stays in that you're going to see more high school kids play overseas for a year to get no. to make money? No, it's not the same. I, I understand where you're going with this, and I, I agree why Kyle was nodding his head, but it's not the same. It, it just it just isn't. I mean, a, a kid, you, you could be overseas and have 
an MVP year and it won't be the same as, as putting up numbers in college. Yeah. It won't be. Souls, what do you think? I don't know. Because <laughs> we got way off topic. But the highest person in this draft going that didn't play in college was, is 12th. Which is good for them. That's high. And then after that, it goes to 19. And then after that, it goes... So then I, And then after that, it goes to 23. So then who, who was the last... Was it... Um, Has there ever been a number one pick that didn't play... That was not from a college, Kyle? That you can think of? Like, before the, the rule? Or after the rule? Because there's number one picks that came out of high school. No, no, no. I'm talking He's about... He's saying that played... Like, overseas. That overseas. chose the overseas route. Oh, um, I don't think so. The only way it would have happened is if they were already overseas, like if they were Croatian, like they played. Yeah, like 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 Pau Gasol was, or like, like a, Dirk, like a Chris Steph. Where where was Porzingis? Oh, uh, Latvia. No, I mean drafted, drafted. Third, third. What was uh, last year? Doncic yeah. was five. Where was Yao drafted? One. What was he not? Did he go to school? No, he was, came right out of China. So there you go. <laughs> so the answer to our question. <laughs> but how long ago was Yao drafted? Well, I was like 1972. <laughs> but also, but like that, that's also like that's also like an outlier, too. Like, I'm, I'm not arguing it's happened. I'll admit that it's happened. But it's also an outlier. You're talking about a seven foot six guy. You're not talking about. We're not yeah. talking about a six foot four point guard that's got great handles and can shoot the three. This guy's just a monster. This guy <laughs> was just a freak of nature that at the time wasn't injury prone and then turned out to be that way. The only pe- the only people that got picked high was like, there were already foreigners. Nobody that from the America that went over there was picked high. And like my whole thing was is like the people that go overseas, it's different between like the Donchicks, the Yows, the Pows, the Dirk Nowitzkis, the Porzingises. Those guys are different. You're talking about the Pow and the Yow. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Those guys I like are that. those guys are different than players like somebody who goes to high school in Nebraska goes to France to play a year, and then comes back. Because those guys have been playing in organized, legitimate leagues since they were 13 years old. Yeah. They've been exposed to this type of thing for a long time. They've been doing it this way. And everywhere but the United States, sports are a farm system from the minute you're fucking old enough to walk. I mean, you go to Spain, and they have Barcelona and Real Madrid, two of the most known soccer clubs in the world, have youth programs specifically associated with their main clubs yeah. for people, for kids aged five and under. People that, like, star, like, kids of stars and stuff like that that are, they think might be good. And then it builds up. These kids are doing this forever. That's the way their yeah. culture is. That doesn't happen here. So it shouldn't be, like, a, a, a an example for no, it. I think I'd be pretty good in that league, the five and under. No. You'd still get smoked. I think I could be a goalie. No. Is the net same size? Yep. Ah, damn. I think I can do it. They don't smaller make this net. <laughs> well, I know if they're smaller for five-year-olds, Kyle. Here's the thing, though. I want you to keep this in mind, okay? I want you to picture you, you and Mock playing soccer, okay? Yeah. You can kick the ball hard from a farther distance. Now picture a five-year-old kicking that same ball from that same distance... The other five-year-olds have a lot more time to react to it. So the goal doesn't really need to be smaller. No five-year-old's fucking Ronaldoing it from 48 yards out. So that's what I mean. I think I could stop it. <laughs> You'd be like an all-star goalie in this five-and-under league. Man, I like to play basketball with this five-and-under league. Yeah. <laughs> you, would, you would get smoked. They'd go right through your legs. Well, I would Imagine Kendall dribbling, looking at the ball. 
Kendall would do like that big like arm swoop to grab him and miss, and he'd look through his legs and be like, "Uh oh." <laughs> I wouldn't even play any offense. I would just I'd, I'd guard the net. You as an NBA player, can I can I break down you. what you are as an NBA Hail player? <laughs> can I break down what you are as an NBA player? Yes, you're a combination of like mm, you're a combination of Yao Ming and Betty White and Ed from Ed, Ed and Eddie. That's like you as an NBA player. Ed, Ed, <laughs> All right, so let's get to this draft. It's over. Um, we already did it when you were upstairs getting the shot glasses. Hey, Paul ran through his mock draft so fast. What do you got, so This is basically what happened. I was like, with the 11th pick, because Kyle said so. With the 12th pick, because Kyle's wrong. And then with the 14th pick, and then I was like, and the 24th pick, we're going to trade that pick to the Atlanta Braves. Um, we're going to give them Reese Hoskins and that pick, and they're going to give us back. <laughs> Reese Hoskins points. traded an NBA draft. <laughs> So, what are, what are my Pels doing, Kyle? Tell me. Well, they're getting Zion number one. That's not true. Not on this draft. I changed some things, and this is the draft we're going off of. The New Orleans Pelicans trade the first overall pick and the fourth overall pick. For Anthony Davis. So funny. Nope. For Stephen Curry, Draymond Green, the Warriors' first round pick, the Warriors' second round pick, the Pelicans are also giving up Lonzo Ball. Brandon Ingram and Drew Holiday. Cool. <laughs> Do and, that, and then with your twenty, do they pick, sign Omar? Yeah. All right. And with, I'm your, in. And with your twenty eighth pick, you guys are picking Zion Williamson. Twenty eighth. He's gonna fall. There's gonna be a tweet that comes out. <laughs> nah, I hate there's, gonna be, there's gonna be a video. <laughs> there's gonna be a video of him giving himself a dick enlargement right before the draft <laughs> that leaks, and people are gonna be afraid that it's too big. I can't guard that. <laughs> what do we look like, NFL players? That's not Frank Gore. <laughs> All right, so Souls, what do you got happening? Kyle, who was the player that tweeted, my God-given talent is slanging this wood in my pants? Was that Dennis Smith Jr.? Something like that. Yeah, I think it was him. Some Something like that or somebody like that? Him. Dennis Schroeder. <laughs> no, nah, I think it was Smith. All right, so this is the K-Quick Souls mock draft. Yeah. With the first overall pick. I mean, I helped. With the first overall pick in the NBA draft, the New Orleans Pelicans select Zion Williamson, small forward out of Duke. Yeah. Yeah, he's the best player in this draft. Prove it. Next. But that's the analysis you're really going to give. Just next. He's an athletic freak. He can do everything. He can defend. He can score. He needs to work on his shot a little bit, but that'll come during time. He's going to get traded to the Lakers. The correct answer was. The correct answer was, after the AD trade, the New Orleans Pelicans have geared themselves up to be a defensive giant. Lonzo Ball has potential to be the best defensive point guard in the NBA. Brandon Ingram is no slouch. Drew Holiday, very good defensively. Julius Randle, a very mobile, quick big man that can play the five and guard bigger guys. Zion Williamson is going to add athleticism and speed on the defensive end of the ball. He has the height and the and the reach to get blocks. He's got the speed and the footwork to get steals. This team has potential to be a monster defensively. Omar Seat going to come out hot next year. Resign him. Shut your face, man. Kyle, he's good. With the number it. two pick in the NBA draft, the Memphis Grizzlies select Ja Morant, point guard out of Murray State. So even Overrated. if false. No, it's talking about you. Oh yeah. <laughs> so even if the Grizzlies decide to keep Mike Conley, John Moran could play off ball. 
he could play the two guard. But I think the Grizzlies trade him, trade Mike Conley anyways. So I think Morant's trade him to clear up like cap space or just uh, roster space. Just all of it. All of it. Not not clear up roster space, but rebuild. Yeah, they're they're, they're going nowhere fast, and Mike Conley's got a big contract. There's plenty of playoff ready teams that could use a point guard of his caliber and have the space to do it. I.e. Sixers. No. I.e. Jazz. And that's what I was going to say, the Jazz, but not because of any, any reason. <laughs> Look, Couch is like, no, Jazz. Well, th- he's been linked there like 1,000 times. That's probably why he thought. He was spotted also- in Salt Lake City. <laughs> <laughs> Just with Chloe no, Kardashian. Man, man, could you have anything? He could pass. Let me ask you a question. You, you think, what, what's the highest level pick you think Mike Conley's worth to a team that's got money to spend? 14. No, he's a, he's a, I think, top 10. Would you give up a eighth round pick for him? If you were a team that needed a point guard and had some money to spend, yeah, I'd would you give up your eighth round pick for him? Yeah, or like, would you give up your seventh round pick for him? Would yeah. you go six? Depending on what team I am, but the Suns, yeah, yeah, Suns, yeah, they have a lot of young talent. So you would say like, so the Cavaliers probably no, no. So like Phoenix, you'd go. So you think it would be you think it would be stupid if the Chicago Bulls to trade their seventh pick to get Mike Conley? No. No. With the third pick in the NBA <laughs> draft, the New York Knicks select shooting guard. R.J. Barrett from Dwayne. <laughs> now R.J. Barrett is a good is a streaky shooter. He'll fix that as time goes. I don't really under, I don't I think he's a d- decently defensive player, but the Knicks just kind of need scoring, and they just let him shoot a hundred times. But worse, it happens. They do what they did last year. They do worse. <laughs> that that might be hard for them to do worse. <laughs> He's the third best player in this draft. That's really it. This is where it gets fun. I think... Yes, Paul. I I, I think this yes. I think this pick gets traded. It depends on the player. I think I think this pick gets traded. Two? New Orleans. Ooh. I think I think New Orleans we jumps go up. One, three, four? No. I think New Orleans jumps up to the three spot, and I think that they give up the fourth pick, and they give up... The one of the Lake, the Lakers pick next year. I can see it happening because I Did think you draft the same player. I think yes, yeah. I think the Pelicans would go for R.J. Barrett because the Pelicans need defense, but they also need scoring. I don't know that the Knicks are sold on R.J. Barrett. I think the Knicks were on the Zion train or nothing, and I think that there will be they'd be willing to move back. I think the Knicks finally take the approach that we need to start this rebuild from within, not through free agency. But and then they go and sign somebody. Yeah, Demarcus Cousins. <laughs> Supermax. <laughs> Can't. I know it's just <laughs> such a funny phrase. <laughs> but nah. <laughs> we're either, gonna give you sign him to a Pepsi if Max deal. Traded or if the Knicks keep it, RJ Barrett will be selected. We're gonna give right, you so a with Max. the fourth overall pick. You have the New Orleans Pelicans selecting DeAndre Hunter, small forward out of Virginia. Real weird way to say my name, but all right. Seen his tape? Not bad. Bad <laughs> knees, though. DeAndre Hunter is a lanky... I, I detest that. You can play the 2, 3, or 4. Very good shooter and very, very good defensively. Anybody out of, out of that Virginia team is very good defensively. You know, he's not going to start because there's so many like good players in front of him, but he's a good bench player. He can work up to being that starter role. It's a young piece that they can add and... There's just 
Pelicans are going young, and this helps them get better right away. All right, I dig it. Yeah. I wanted to share this stat Do with you? you guys real quick. Um, hold on, I'm going to look up one aspect to it real quick. Hold. Basketballreference.com. <laughs> News <Yes>. and notes. <laughs> Actually, NFL, NFLreference.dick. Ooh. Are you hot? Yeah, it's pretty warm. <laughs> At summertime, soon to be summertime basement. Mm-mm-mm. Is there, any Is there supposed to be cold in basements? I'm just kind of having some Hamden flashbacks. <laughs> Get a little chosen. No, some maple flashbacks. Turn all the lights off. <laughs> nice and dark in here. And maple got pretty hot. You know what cool down? Kyle, we're just turning that neon back there. <laughs> no. We need to equal things out. <laughs> some Winston. <laughs> Nothing but heat. It'll start smoking. That'd be scary. You like what that did? I did. That was nice. Ever since you became fucking popular, dude. I saw this stat. The AD trade to the Lakers was the 51st trade executed on a team where LeBron was on the main roster in his career. Now, I want you guys to think about this as we go through the draft. I want to address it quickly before we go to break for the second hour. I'm going to pose this question to you. At three, about 3.2 trades per year is what that averages to since LeBron's been in the league. Is LeBron... Hey, Kyle. (laughs) Stop breathing into the mic. Is is LeBron only helping teams while he's on them, but destroying them when he's not? And we'll get into that. Leave it. I don't want any feedback about it now. All right. So with the fifth overall pick, the Cleveland Cavaliers select Darius Garland, point guard out of Vanderbilt. That's a funny way to say Jay Culler. <laughs> Could you imagine Jake? This was a tough pick for me. The Cavaliers can either go Jarrett Culver, but I picked Darius Garland because Colin Sexton's more of a two guard, in my opinion. Who was the other person they could have picked? Jarrett Culver. No, but you said I went over this one because they could have picked either Jarrett Culver, Cam Reddish. Any like that one of those three guys. Much much better sentence. <laughs> but Darius Garland I think could be a better leader for that team than Colin Sexton. Um he's better... shitting on his ability? Are you shitting on his team? No, he's just not a good point guard. He's a good shooting guard. Shooting guard's very important in today's NBA. And I think he Especially could be I think Darius Garland could be a better ball distributor. It's deceiving. You line up as a shooting guard. <laughs> you don't shoot. <laughs> I had Jarek Culver going here for a while, and then I saw something last night that made me change my mind. Could made sense. And what was that? Like, a YouTube they... video. <laughs> well, I was listening to Mike Francesa. No, no, because <laughs> nah, he watched a thirty-two minute YouTube video about a, a live mock draft. Then he was like, "All right, I'm ready to do my mock draft." <laughs> <laughs> well, like it just makes sense because they can they can play well off each other, and, and instead of getting another small four, which they have like three or four of. Not good, but they have them. They can get a point guard that can help them, you know, ease their way back to being a decent club. They said right. club. With the number six pick, the Phoenix Suns select Jarrett Culliver, small forward out of Texas Tech. Suns don't know what the fuck they're doing. They never do. You know, they need a point guard. I think they'll address it through free agency. You know, in the last couple of years, they've had some or my or my Conley trade, that could happen. Or or D'Angelo Russell signing, or that, or Alfred Payton. Yeah, they could either get like 
They could either get like a filet mignon. <laughs> they could get some lobster tails or some Josh Skittles. Steak. <laughs> We're talking cute. But you, you know, Josh some, Jackson has been to get some ungravied Alpo. Oh man, <laughs> just dry out. <laughs> But Josh Jackson hasn't been the player he's supposed to. Dragon Bender kind of sucks ass. He's and all main. That's the problem. <laughs> the problem, no, the problem with this, the Phoenix Suns is that they're a team that has drafted a lot of young, promising talent that still has a lot of promise. And I think all of these guys could be future stars on any other team. The Phoenix Suns have just not been able to get free agency or drafting right for the past five years. So all of these young guys that they bring in are being expected to be the Jason Tatum's, Ben Simmons. Donovan Mitchells, the De'Aaron Foxes of the world, and that's not who they are. They're players that will be that way, like the Jimmy Butlers. That's who they are. That's their potential, is to be the Jimmy Butlers. Maybe one day, be the greatest player at a specific thing in the NBA, whether it's shooting, passing, stealing, defense, rebounds, whatever it is. They have the potential to be that, but because they're being thrown in and being the, like, you need to do this now, they're not molding their game properly. They're trying, they're, they're trying too hard. And they've also had no luck in the lottery, but it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter. Cause there are so many players. Like the, the, the NBA draft is a joke in the sense when I, when I said that I meant it in the sense of like immediate help, nobody outside of these top three picks is going to be an immediate game changer for any of yeah, these teams. Not impacts. Right. But later on down the line. Yeah, they will be like Jimmy Butler was Jimmy Butler was not, didn't need to be the Jimmy Butler. He is today. When he was drafted, he molded into that through time, through experience, and through mentoring. And that's what these Phoenix Suns players need. Any of these Phoenix Suns players, with the exception of Devin Booker, go anywhere else, I think they, I think they start reaching their potential. They're just, they're just too much expected of them right now. Are you done, Souls? Yeah. All right, with the seventh pick, the Chicago Bulls select shooting guard Cam Reddish out of Duke. I could see this, tra- uh, this pick also being traded, but I didn't put trades in here. Um, well, for what? I'd like to hear your thoughts. Oh, I think they they can either get like a point guard or it would be for a point guard. I just don't know who off the top of my head. Okay. But you know, I think they need a shooter. They have a lot of guys that can attack the rim, and I think he has the potential to be the best shooter in this class. And the Bulls can risk it because if if they do get a, I think they're going to go free agency for point guard. So in this case scenario. They can get like their six seven man who can light it up on a hot streak, you know, for like 15, 20 minutes a game. Right. But the eighth pick, the Atlanta Hawks select Jackson Hayes, center. Hawks need a center. They had Dwayne Devin last year, and they were very small when he got hurt. I mean, they have John Collins, but he's a power forward. And Jackson Hayes has the potential to be very good. He's only 18. So it's going to be a slow start for him. I think as he figures it out, he'll start reaching higher potentials. That's a perfect team for him. Getting rebounds, putting buckets back. They're going to miss a lot of threes. He'll be right there to clean it up. So it was his favorite pick to, to explain. With the ninth selection, the Washington Wizards select center Bull Bull out of Oregon. Yeah. So I'm, a lot of people are probably going to think I'm wrong in this, but the Wizards' only center on the roster is Dwight Howard, and he's old as shit. He sucks now. Seems like you're speaking more personally. Yeah, than, fucking. Uh, and I get where you're going. I get where you're going with that. <laughs> but Bull Bull, everybody loved his father when he played for them. Manu Bull. 
And now it's the Wizards might think, hey. For lack of a better reference, it, it's kind of like the whole like Terry Crews thing in Draft Day. Terry Crews' character was, an, was a beloved running back for the Cleveland Browns in the movie when he was playing. And then his son is now being drafted, and so he's Cleveland royalty. This guy is Wizards Royal, Washington royalty. Because his dad was the center of that team, the, of the Washington, when they were the Washington Bullets. He's a big kid, 7'7". Seven, seven. You know, you know, Manu, when Manu Bull, when he was brought over, the the guy who brought him over, the agent, um, Mark, you'll enjoy this one. What do you um, got? When he was brought over, there were no records of him at all from Kenya, I believe is where he was from. There was like no records, like had medical records, nothing like that about it at all. So when he brought him over, he just said an age for him, but nobody ever knows what age he was. And a lot of, if you talk to a lot of like NBA players and coaches, a lot of people think that like when he was brought over, he was in his 40s. Really? Yeah. Oh my god! Wow. And how long did he play? Ten years. <laughs> my god, dude, the guy's skinny as hell. There's a lot of speculation that he played like maybe not at forties, but there's a lot of speculation that he was brought over in like his thirty five, like thirty five. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. All right. With the tenth pick, the Atlanta Hawks select Nazir Little, small forward out of UNC. This kid's a project. He's very talented, but he's very raw. He didn't. He didn't play a lot of minutes in North Carolina because he it was it was a good team, and you know he was a freshman trying to fight for minutes. But he's very very talented. Like he has potential to be very talented. The Hawks have three picks in this draft, and they could afford to waste one of their picks on a what's word I'm looking for. Well, I'm curious why you said waste. You mean you mean gamble? Like yeah, more, like take a gamble on a kid that like has potential. Okay, they don't have to play him right away. Right. But he he'll be taken over for like the Torian Prince because they just traded him to Brooklyn, you know, a shooter who can do the dirty work. For right, him. I got you. With the eleventh pick, the Minnesota Timberwolves select Kobe White, point guard out of UNC. Derrick Rose is leaving. Jeff Teague's older. They need. They still have Tyus Young, but I still think they need a. They need energy to run the ball. They 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 need Carl Anthony Towns and Andrew Wiggins. Proved this year what every what Jimmy Butler was saying, and that was there was a lot of potential on this team, and two players in Wiggins and Towns that were better than Butler himself, but they didn't have the motivation, they didn't have the spark to play, and the Minnesota Timberwolves they need they need they need to start bringing youth and people that want to play and will run their fucking hearts into the ground in order to get minutes. They cannot go the. They cannot take the Andrew Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns talent that they have, and bring in veterans to try to piece together an All Star roster. It's not going to work because they're already complacent as they are. They're lazy and they don't hustle. Carl Anthony and, and Towns he's a very good shooter. Carl Anthony Towns has potential to be the best center in the NBA, hands down. If Carl Anthony Towns put in the same amount of effort that Shaq put in in a game. He would be light years better than Joel Embiid. Kyle, I'm not saying that to be personal. I just think he would be. I think he's just as good defensively. The only thing he's not that Joel Embiid is is he's not as physical as Joel Embiid, but he's got a much softer touch and he's got just as good of a reach and just as good of an ability to block and steal. And I think he's faster than Joel Embiid. So he needs they they need that push. If you have a point guard that's sprinting the floor on a stolen ball by like if Towns picks off a ball at the three-point line and he's at half court 
and the point guard catches up to him by the three-point line because he's hustling to get the bucket, that's going to motivate these kids, because they still are kids in the NBA, to do better. Right. With the 12th pick, the Charlotte Hornets select Siku Dumboya, small forward out of France. I'm not going to lie. I don't really know much about him. I'm not going to lie. I'm French. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like my cousin. Wow. Um, but he projected in the lottery. And, you know, he could play a small forward, shooting guard. If the Hornets do it right, they bring back Kemba, and they trade Nicholas Batum, and they trade all the guys with the money. And they kind of rebuild, but try to compete at the same time. Sorry, I'm still laughing at <laughs> What? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm French. Like, can you imagine just saying that? <laughs> he's he's a very talented kid. I don't, like, he's overseas, so I didn't get to watch him. or he, I didn't really read about him. I just know that he's a very aggressive attacker, and he can shoot a little bit. I don't really know much else by him. All right. And they had Tony, they had Tony Parker, so the French connection. The French connection. He's retiring. Yeah, but they had him. Oh. Just from one Frenchman to the next. <laughs> Two ships passing in the night. <laughs> That's all it is. So yeah. we'll call Mass and ask him why Tony Parker's so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, he played basketball. I disagree with that pick, but fine. We move on. I think, I think they're going after P.J. Washington. Anyway, um, with the 15th pick, the Miami Heat select... Shooting guard Tyler Hero out of Kentucky. Miami needs shooting. He's considered the best shooter in this class. They're very, they're very, they were, I don't know, they're just a weird fucking team. So he being considered. They're just an open team. They're not bad defensively. They're not bad offensively. There's. They're just average. They have, yeah, they, they need. What the Miami Heat need to do, the, what they need to do soon, and they can't do it this offseason. They need to do it maybe next offseason. They need to get this draft right. They need to get next year's draft right. And then they need to lure a star in. It doesn't have to be in Kawhi Leonard caliber star. It can be a Mike Conley type star. It can be a B star. It doesn't have to be a Dame. It doesn't have to be an Anthony Davis. You need to bring in somebody like, like I said, like a Mike Conley or somebody like Jimmy Butler. No, not even a Jimmy, not even as high as Jimmy Butler, but like maybe someone like a Nurkic, something like that. They need to bring in somebody like Vucevic, something like that. They need to bring in somebody that, that plays like, hockey. They need somebody <laughs> that can like anchor them. They 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 can anchor themselves around the team, kind of like how the Magic did around Vucevic. Look at the Magic this year. The Magic made a serious playoff run throughout the entire year, centered around Vucevic, who's by no means an A plus star. But when you have that guy that everyone can kind of center around, it makes everybody better. Because everybody goes out there with the mentality of, I still need to do my part, but this is the guy. Versus like when it's like LeBron, like he's got it. <laughs> and you get complacent. And that's what, back to what we talked about with the Timberwolves. Towns and Wiggins were like, we got Butler. We're good. He's got it. And then they, they didn't do their part. And they got lazy and complacent. With the 14th pick, the Boston Celtics select power forward P.J. Washington out of Kentucky. Kyle. Second time, back-to-back. Hey, Sean. So, From the same school I meant. The Celtics are in a weird spot. They're losing their star. And they could have... They might be losing like other pieces, like a Marcus Morris. And I think he would just fit like their bench role, like a power forward, student guy that can shoot. Like, they're like, in a spot 
they're in a good spot. They have the best problem to have in the NBA. Not to cut you off, Soul, sorry. They have the best problem to have in the NBA, which is they're going to lose one, two, probably two to three of their top five to six players in the NBA, in, in their roster right now. But they have arguably the best head coach in basketball with a GM who knows what they're doing and three first-round picks to play with. They have the ability to draft a team that's completely Boston Celtics homegrown that could very easily win a championship in five years. I think it's a good, good problem to have. That's what I'm saying. Like they're they're losing Kyrie, but they're losing. Ky- it's like, hey, you're gonna lose Kyrie, but you've got three mid-round first-round picks, and oh, by the way, you have Brad. Stevens. We're gonna give you Brad Stevens to mentor him. Yeah. You know that guy you have that made Terry Rozier like an almost an NBA like all star start, starting point guard? Yeah, that guy. Yeah, got that guy. Yeah, he's so good. All right, fifteenth pick the Detroit Pistons select Nicholas Walker Alexander, shooting guard from Virginia Tech. They just need a guard. Does that guy do the shooting guns by any chance? I have no idea. The Pistons just need a guard. It was a very poor joke. <laughs> I, I, very poor taste joke. I, I, I got Shot. it. Shot. <laughs> yeah, that's fine, but I, mean, I don't know. Fill it up. I'll take one with him. We're kind of like, um, half, we're kind of like halfway through a twenty-two percent beer. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's about twenty-two. I don't know. The Pistons have Reggie Jackson as a point guard. They haven't had a two guard since Contavious Caldwell Pope, and he's not even good. That's how bad their two guards have been. Oh yeah. They traded for Wayne Ellington in, in the trade deadline, or they no, they got him off waivers. And he's he's a bench player at best. They do, and he, can, he has the potential to play point guard. So this is just a good value pick for them. Oh. Not a sexy pick. It's a value pick. I gotcha. With the 16th pick, the Orlando Magic select Romeo Langford, shooting guard out of Indiana. This kid, at the beginning of the year, was projected in the top five. He struggled because he got injured. He fell. If he can get back to form, the Magic have a big steal here. You know, he shot 27% in college, but a lot of it had to do with his thumb. If he can get back to form, attacking, and scoring, the Magic just found their two, three guard, their two guard or small forward for the future. What was wrong with the thumb? What's the deal? I, I don't remember what the exact... You ever seen that thing? It was a torn ligament, I think. It was actually a big toe. But like That's he, what I was He thinking. also had so much pressure on him. He was named, like, the Indiana, like, Mr. Indiana, I guess. Or, so he was, like, the mayor. Yeah, he was, like, the big <laughs> shot. <laughs> He was, he was the big shot there, you know, and he didn't perform as well he was supposed to. Right. But if he can somehow return to form, like, like, he was, like if he could play like how they thought he would be, what a steal for the Magic. With the 17th pick, the Atlanta Hawks select Kevin Porter, shooting guard out of UNC. USC. You, you told me UNC. I said USC. But anyway. It's basically the same thing. Well, who no. are you guys going to believe, my typing skills or Kyle's verbal skills? Well, see, here's my dilemma, is that Kyle tends to know all these colleges, but I don't know if he would definitely repeat them the right way. I bet you know what happened. He probably, like, sneezed while he was saying it. <laughs> you had to! Yeah, he Detroit Lions did. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Anyways. He just looks like he went to UNC. <laughs> this is another guy that could be the steal of the draft. looks like a Trojan. <laughs> okay. This guy was also projected in the top five. He played like shit all year. Got into some trouble, and they ended up benching him, and he didn't play a lot of minutes. If he can get back to form, the Hawks could take another gamble pick 
and come up with a, with, with a potential all-star. Is this the Souls 2019 trademarked slogan of the year? If he gets back to form. No, there's two guys, huh? You know, yeah, but you're going to use it again. Don't you dare fucking... <laughs> Not tonight. I mean, in general, that's, you're going to uh, That's got to suck. Like, being a guy that you're like a projected top five pick, and you just screw it up. <laughs> he was a big head case in the USC. Big head case. But if, if you can, you like, UNC? figure that out and play the game like you're supposed to, steal. All right. With the 18th pick, the Indiana Pacers select Keldon Johnson, small forward out of Kentucky. They could use some shooting. All right, with the 19th pick, the San Antonio Spurs select Luka Samanek, power forward from Croatia. Uh, Popovich likes his foreigners. All right, with the 20th pick. The, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, it's cruising. No, no, the, the Spurs pick. The other one was kind of it. The Pacers just kind of need scoring. Um, but Luka, need somebody to take the pressure off of Oladipo. And uh, Samanek, um, he's a foreigner. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do when you go to San Antonio. You play overseas. Popovich will pick you out out of nowhere, and he'll groom you into the best player in the NBA. No, it's yeah, I I agree. It's just funny with with such confidence how he says that he's a foreigner. Yeah. Get him out of here. So I saw this report. I'll save it. With the twentieth pick, the Boston Celtics select Ty Jerome, point guard out of Virginia. The Celtics could take another game. They have three first round picks. Uh, they're they losing. Out there gambling. <laughs> no, they can lose Kyrie. They're gonna lose Kyrie, and they have the and they have the potential to lose Terry Rozier. So they're gonna need a point guard to either can you stop doing that. Can you hear it? Yeah. yeah. They can either they need a, either a backup point guard or a point guard to take over. And I think that Ty Jerome defensively is good enough, offensively good enough to to take over the team. With the twenty first pick. The OKC Thunder select KZ Okpala, shooting guard out of Stanford. They just need someone on that bench to do something. And what can he do? Score. All right. Play defense. It doesn't matter what they do. They just need to do it. They're better <laughs> it than what they are. It doesn't matter if they come out and they're the best goddamn Jacks player the playground's ever seen. They need somebody to do something off that bench because they are fucking trash after the starting <laughs> five. Honestly, they're not even that good in the starting five. But, like, their bench <laughs> production is terrible. Outside of Adams, Westbrook, and George, it's kind of questionable. But any one of them has to take a seat. It's just like, all right, there goes the season. <laughs> they the have a 20-point guy lead. It goes down the five. And I think he can just be a guy. That's just it. a guy being a dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, just a guy, like, filling his role. Right, I got you. Scoring when he has to, playing some decent defense. Alright, with the 22nd pick, the Boston Celtics select Darius Baisley, small forward out of the United States. Another gamble. He took a year off, so he's technically credited as the, as the U.S. Like It'd be like if you went to a different country to play for a year. Yeah. He took a year off, so he's credited as, as just from the U.S. That's, right. that's funny. I know, it's an, I know I've said it a lot, but it's another game. You don't, I don't know a lot about him. I'm sure he, they said he done really well at the Combine and everything. So I'm confused, like... What's the Celtics' strategy? I feel like every pick is a gamble. Like, what do they want but to do? Every, every pick after but five is a gamble. That's what they were saying. Like, after the top right. five, it's no, just... Nothing is certain. Like, and like you guys said, that, that after the... Dice. the, the here's the thing. A team like the Celtics... And the Hawks. No, but no. But wait, you have no idea what I was going to say. Yeah, I Please <laughs> finish my sentence. A team like the Celtics... Go they ahead, wear gonna, green. And the Hawks. finish what I was going to say. A team like the Celtics... And the Hawks have no, a lot of No, no, that's not what I was going to say. All right. A team like the Celtics... They, it's like, okay, so I want you to imagine you're you. I know that's very hard. 
but I'm Brad not Stevens. Jerome Bettis. Okay. Yeah, you're you're. Right. I'm already confused. Fine. You're Mike Mock. Right. I'm Brad Stevens. Lucky right. you. You and I are going to the casino, and we're going to play roulette, back. right? You're going to call the Ghostbusters. X amount on black. All what right. are your odds? Well, it's like it's like forty eight point five, yeah, right? The, the because the two, zero, green, yeah, the two greens, right? So it's like forty eight point five percent, right? I go up and I say, "Give me the same amount, but on red." But for some reason, my percentage of winning is sixty eight percent because I'm Brad Stevens. That's the Celtic strategy. The Celtic strategy is that they have the best mind in basketball right now, and that any gamble they take a risk on has a much higher chance of paying off at some sort of production level. So you like worked at a casino previously, is what you're saying? No, no, no. What I'm saying is <laughs> that I know Eisenberg. Can, can you explain it to me like I'm six? <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand. I got you. With the 23rd pick, the Utah Jazz select Brandon Clark, power forward out of Gonzaga. Oh, this guy is a guy that could be in the top ten. Gonzaga. <laughs> he, he's projected lottery pick. I think he falls just because he doesn't have a position. Like he's a power forward or center, but like he's too small to be a center, too big to be a power forward. Right. Doesn't have the touch. Just, ah, the touch to be a stretch <laughs> forward. So but they have that. Get back to form. What? No. Nah. But they have the guy right now that does that, and Derek Favors, and I think he's a little more athletic than Derek Favors, so you can kind of. To the Jad. I'll work out. Alright, with the 24th pick, the Philadelphia 76ers select Matisse Fibule, shooting guard out of Washington. Real quick, we watched that, that you know that like uh, homework Kyle did, watching that video about the draft? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they did not have this guy going here. Right after they picked him, Kyle was like, I really hope the Sixers get him. And then they were like, let's do my mock draft. <laughs> <laughs> This guy was going three picks higher in their mock draft. I like this guy a lot. It's kind of a homer pick. They said he, if he enters the league right now, he's already a top 20 defender in the NBA. And he probably wants to play in Philadelphia, right? No, no, he's not a Philadelphia. He looks like a sixer. <laughs> Him and Mike Trout hang out all the time. <laughs> anyway, you're saying. They said right now he's a top 20 defender, and I think the Sixers desperately need defenders. And he can score a little bit. It, it's not great. So why don't they draft Luke Cage? Uh, he's just hanging out in Brooklyn. All right, well, what about Iron Fist? He's in Harlem. It's the same Kyle. Area. Around the same area. Moving on. I think that's a great pick for the Sixers. Brantford, just outside of Hartford. <laughs> <laughs> All right, with the 25th pick, the Dame Trailblazers select Roy Hachumara. Shooting for shooting forward. Small forward out of Gonzaga. This is another guy that's a projected lottery pick. I think that falls. Um, he's a very good wing player, but ha- can't play a lick of defense. Um, he he's a perfect blazer though. He, they, they need a wing player that can score and can do the things offensively. Right. None of them are good defenders on that team. They just put up 165 <laughs> points a game. He fits the bill. All right. Go Trailblazers. With the 26th pick, the Cleveland Cavaliers select Cameron Johnson, small forward out of North Carolina. They need shooting help. They said this guy's the best shooter in the class. Um, yeah. yeah. That's about it. <laughs> With the 27th pick, the Brooklyn Nets select Grant Williams, power forward out of Tennessee. No, nothing about this guy. Move on. I know. I thought, didn't you say someone else was the best shooter? No. Yeah, he did. 
Yeah, you said early on, and I was going to ask you what why he wasn't going to go higher, but you just said this previous guy was the they best shooter in the class. They said he's the best shooter in the class. Cam Reddish. I said he has the potential to be the best shooter. No, 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 no. It wasn't Cam Reddish. It was... I'm going to go down. Tyler Hero, P.J. Washington, Nicholas Oh, Walker. Tyler Hero. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. They said it. I just With the 28th it. pick, the Golden State Warriors select Carson Edwards, point guard out of Purdue. They need a backup point guard, and I think Quinn Cook's a free agent. He's not that good anyways. Like, he's average. I think Carson Edwards could be more explosive than he is, and I think he'll fit the bill of the Warriors. Who he he loved to shoot the three ball and all that fun stuff. All right, all right. With the 29th pick, the San Antonio Spurs select Goga <laughs> Goga Boga. They select Goga Biltadaze, center out of Georgia, not the country, <laughs> the state. He. Fits the bill of a spur. He's not physical yet, but he'll get there. Um, he's 19, so they're going to take a gamble. They have two first round picks, and they could use depth to center and power forward position. All right. And with the 30th pick in the NBA draft, the Milwaukee Bucks select Bruno Fernando, center out of Maryland. With also makes a mean chicken pot. <laughs> with Brooke Lopez being a free agent, them trading Thotmaker, Pau Gasol being old, they need somebody at center. They need either a backup center or somebody that could get the rebounds and fight for it, and I think he's very physical. I saw him in the March Madness tournament. He was very physical, and he could play alongside Giannis easily. And that concludes the Kyle Souls 2019 NBA mock draft. I'll be wrong. Stay tuned for rounds two through nine <laughs> of the MLB 2023 mock draft. What? I should burn your phone. Kyle, that photo is hilarious. If you don't laugh at it, then screw you. The guy deserves to be. Antonio Brown is a clown. <laughs> he, he is a clown. He's a walrus. All right. Th- think of break time? Well, I want to real quick before we go to break. Oh, sorry. Talk about that uh, LeBron James thing I mentioned earlier. Yes. You want to go? Because it's already in like nine forty. Want to just go till? Sure. Twenty minutes. Yeah. 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 We'll go till we'll go till like we'll go to like no we break. Started late, eight, like eight twenty. So we're gonna go till what like eleven twenty. Yeah. All right. So no we'll break. go to break at ten, and we'll do like an hour and a half after. Sure. That's fine. All right. So you guys, you guys, do you mean to repose the question? Yeah. Yes. All right. So there's been 51 trades since since LeBron James has entered the league. There's been 51 trades as with him on the main roster of the, of a team. So that averages out to be about 3.2 trades per team or per year for LeBron. Right. Um, we all know that LeBron being on a team helps the team tremendously. There's no ifs ands or buts about it. LeBron James played all year. The Lakers very well could have made the eight seed. Um, but the question to be is LeBron James a cure for a team whilst on it, but a cancer po- like afterwards. Does LeBron James leave? Does does he leave every team in rubble and shambles after he leaves it? Type of thing is. I guess what I'm asking is, is there something to you know like he's towards the end of his career versus the beginning. He's still playing at a very high caliber. There's no doubts about that. But he's definitely more towards the twilight of his career than the prime. Yeah. Is there any chance, say he were to leave the Lakers and try to look for another NBA contract, is there any chance any team 
even if he's playing at a somewhat caliber that he's at now, look at it as this guy is going to do wonders for us now, but what's it going to be like when he leaves? I think so. I mean, look look at the Cavs when he left the first time. Look at him when he left the Cavs the second time. Look at when he left the Heat. To me, I think LeBron is just, I want to make the team that I'm on as good as I can right now. The future without me it doesn't affect me, so it doesn't matter. I mean, I, Kyle? No, I agree 100%. Um, he cares about winning now. He doesn't give a shit about what happens after he leaves. You know, he's one of those guys that just wants his title and nothing else. He'll, t- he'll, he'll find his players, no matter how old they are. And as long as they can win, then fine. But you bring in those older players, they're at the twilight, they're at the end of their career, and it's time for them to move on and retire. Now you got to rebuild your team from scratch. Which I, I think there is a lot of teams that would, I guess in theory, bring in a LeBron to, to make that, I guess, playoff or title run. And if you win it, that's great, and then kind of deal with the fallout after. But I, I don't think LeBron cares about the future of any team he's on after he's gone. I think you know we've seen it. You know LeBron being in any squad is a, a benefit. It puts you in a playoff, you know, yeah. contention. This past year was I, I truly believe a fluke. It was a fluke. It was LeBron's um, first real injury of his career that kept him yeah. sidelined for a longevity, which is impressive. Right, and hopefully, and I think you guys would would share this sentiment because how great of a player he is. We hope that he doesn't have an injury like this again, or, or this isn't doesn't. Worsen. Oh, I don't care. Fuck him. Fuck the Lakers. Well, uh, Lakers aside, we're talking about LeBron as, as the player. I mean, no, I just, I, I'm being serious. Like, if he was on another team, fine, but I hate the Lakers. Well, that well, yeah. So excluding Lakers, I'm talking about LeBron in general. Like, we, we hope that we don't whatever. Whatever happens, you know, like he stays healthy throughout. Because I think it's just too important to basketball, you know, as as you know, to be a casual viewer and like you know, ask anyone who who doesn't watch NBA, you know, they they know LeBron James. It's just like it's <laughs> really making a face over there. History um, repeats itself. You know what you're gonna get? You're gonna get a couple title runs, and then you're gonna be left with nothing. What's up, stash ball? Exactly with the Lakers. They got Anthony Davis, right? What are you doing over there? <laughs> The Lakers got Anthony Davis. I was hoping someone would laugh at the text. But what, but what if Anthony Davis decides not to, re- to return next year? <laughs> so then is, the Lakers are in some trouble. So it's a one-year deal and you gave up your whole team. But again, if, if that, say, translates into a title next year, if they, if they bring in another player and whatever, and it translates to a championship for the Lakers, I, I mean, it kind of softens that blow, I guess. That it generated a championship. No, it doesn't. Not for the Lakers. Not, not completely. Any, any but... team besides the Lakers, the Warriors, and the Celtics, it softens that blow. No other team. Because the, those teams, the Warriors are accustomed to winning recently, and the Celtics and the Lakers have a storied franchise. One championship isn't enough. Especially in the Lakers' eyes. Look at the Lakers. The last time they won, they won back-to-back. The time before that, a three-peat. Yeah. The time before that, they won like six out of eight. Like, but I, I guess what I mean is like, say, say if you know AD's there already, but if they sign another star and and the team doesn't win a championship, and Davis leaves and the, and the team, then it's looked upon as oh man, we traded our future and nothing even came of it. But if you at least walk away with a championship, it it softens it. Again, I I, I agree with what you're saying about the Lakers and everything, but 
I don't think it'll matter regardless because the Lakers fans they they have very short term memories, much like Patriots fans kind of do. It's not nobody cares about what what people did before you. I mean, tr- like Lakers fans, like the Kobe thing is a little different, but like a lot of Lakers fans, like they don't even talk about Shaq anymore. Yeah, you know, they've had Pau Gasol, they've had Kobe Bryant, now they got LeBron James. It's just like who the fuck is Shaq? Like it's just like who cares? Like they're not gonna care. Like when it's all said and done, they're gonna be like, I mean, all they're gonna be, they're gonna be filled with hatred for AD and LeBron if they don't win a championship, and not give a shit about Lonzo Ball or Brandon Ingram. As long as Kyle Kuzma is still there, they won't care about those two. <laughs> it's the truth. It's fair. All right. Anybody have anything else to add to this NBA segment? I don't think so. All right. So we'll go to break a little early, slash late. And uh, we'll be back in five minutes. Please enjoy the Google Dolls. Yes, please do not enjoy them. We'll be back in a hot five minutes. And now, back to getting sports with Drunk on the PPRN Radio Network. Welcome back to getting sports with Drunk. I'm your host, Cupcake the Riddler, and I'm joined by Fuckface Asshole Motherfuckers. Hey, I'm just two of those. Now you're one of them. Each that, one of you is a different one. You guys can fight over who's who. Kendall, who are you? Fuckface, I, asshole, or motherfucker? I like to be asshole, I think. Alright. Souls? Fuckface. I guess that leaves me. Nah, you can dispute it. You can argue with someone for something else. Do you also want to be fuckface? I don't remember what the third name was. Motherfucker. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, I think nice, it's a pretty dude. good one. I feel like it works for Mock. Question. How many colors are on that wheel? Uh, is there four. four? Yep. Let's check the Facebook. Make sure we got a uh, two blue, two yellow, two red, two blue. No, there's five. Five, five. All right, well, we can still use it. Souls. Huh? We can still use it. So we're using just, the wheel. Sure. See what I named the video? Uh, souls. Write anything on it? No. We'll just do it by color. Souls for president. And uh, one will be a wild. Now I have to fucking find a slogan for it for the, by the end of the show. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Dick. Which other one? Ever since we became a big shop. Became more of a dick. You know what? I throw the kid a bone. You know what he does? He buries it in the yard. As Paul sets up the wheel, wheel of fortune. We're uh, we're gonna talk about what we got going on here. Yeah, let's do it. So, so each color on the wheel will represent a different league: NBA, NHL, MLB, NFL. And uh, there'll be one one wild color on there, which we'll have uh, Rebecca pick the league. So pretty much what I'm going to do is I have a random Not team generator. <laughs> I have a random team generator for each league. We're going to run it, and then just maybe, maybe we'll come up with some type of scenario. You pick the player for that scenario. All right. I have a question. Yes. For Kendall. <laughs> All right. Kendall, can you work your magic? Can you do stuff on the computer that the people on Facebook don't have to see yet? Yeah. All right. So while Mark's doing this, because we're gonna we're going to 11:30 tonight. So, is that okay with everybody here? Alright, I'm cool with it. Right. I got an order B. So, alright, so we'll do this until 10.30, sure. 10.45, however long. But Kendall, I want you to find one or two, whatever you decide, of the tier makers that you think would be really good for the show. Okay. You, so you go on tier maker, you can participate in this, but we're, I'm assuming it's like a, a spin a person goes. Yeah. So we'll start and with Kyle, we'll go to me, then we'll go to you, and you just take your time. You got... As much time as you need. Even if it's only one tier, find something fun that we can throw up on the screen for the... the Let's the hope they have the right pictures this time. Oh, is the quarterbacks one? Yeah. There's no Matthew Stafford. There's four... Oh, the quarterback. The only one we did? No, we did two. No, we did two. We did the power rankings. 
for two mix? Ah, that doesn't count. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All can, right. They, can the wheel be seen? Uh, I can put it up. Hold on. Well, so, so Paul, what do you want to do? Green? How do you want to do the colors? All right. Green is the NFL because they're super greedy about money. Oh, man. Okay. Red is... Kyle, why are you upset about that? <laughs> <laughs> NBA. Nah, white is the NHL because of ice. Blue is the... Blue is the NBA because the red is wild because you're scared of it. And then the yellow is MLB because only yellow bellies play baseball. All right. Give it a spin for Solzy over there. <laughs> Wait, what color did I say was wild? Red. Can we make something special for the dot? Sure. What's the dot? <laughs> I don't know. All right, you come up with it. Real Let's quick. Put this I, land on it. St- one, one red will be the dot. The other red will be wild. So I missed the rules. What the is dot this? Is a shot. So, so what's going to happen? I mean, I have a random team generator for each league. Mm-hmm. Whatever it lands on for that, for that sport, we're going to s- run it. Whatever team comes out, and then, I mean, even as a group, come up with some scenario, or if you do your favorite, least, you know, most hated player, whatever, and then why. All right, so how about this? We'll spin it. The person gets the team. The person to your left picks what you have to talk about for the okay. team. Fair? Sure. All right. So let's do this then. Red is wild card, so you get to pick the league. And yeah. And then the one with the dot. You pick your scenario? No. Is a shot. The one with the dot is the person to your left picks your league and your scenario. Okay. Fair? Spin it. Souls is up. All right. Souls. Blue is the NBA. All right, Kyle. Which Phoenix Sun would you like to share a hot tub with? Hmm. Jamal Crawford. Why? Yeah, reasons. Uh, he is an older fellow, and I think we would have nice conversations about politics. <laughs> it lasts like 14 seconds. You think so? Kyle, how much do you know about politics? I don't I don't need to talk. <laughs> He's just going to rant. <laughs> so, Jamal. <laughs> just the Trump Nixon the whole time. All right, is, All right this for, is this for me? Yeah, of course it is. Ooh, NBA. Uh-huh. Yikes. What's the team? The San Antonio Spurs. All right. So, Mock, who are, in your opinion, the three greatest San Antonio Spurs of all time? All right. We're going to go uh, Manu Ginobili. No. Tony Parker. Wow. And uh, Matt Bonner. <laughs> <laughs> and Tim Duncan. Right, yeah, one out of the three. Yeah, yeah. We go Tim Duncan, David Robertson, George Gervin. Well, I'm not sure where I put Robinson and Gervin. I think Gervin two. I think Robertson one, maybe. Nah, no way. We'll talk about it later. We're not. We're going to talk about the car ride home. Back to back NBA. Back to back. <laughs> oh, 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 back to back to back NBA. All right, so Kendall, you get to pick my topic to discuss. Okay, uh, NBA, and it could be anything, right? Yeah, you got to pick it. Washington Wizards. You got to pick a topic based on the team. Okay. 
All right. Uh, best facial hair on the Wizards slash hair. All time? All time. Gortat. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> the guy had a goatee and a mohawk at the same time. That guy was down to fuck whenever. <laughs> Kendall, what do, you, what do you think? Clean, sweet, blue? Ooh, hockey for Kendall. Ooh. And Kyle gets with the topic. Oh, we're going to be here forever. Guess, yeah, I got you. Guess who's going to say something made up? <laughs> I got <me>. Minnesota, <laughs> Minnesota Wild. Ooh. <laughs> Excellent. All right, souls. What player would you like to go on a yacht with and smoke a cigar? Okay. From the wild. All right, let me just pull up a roster real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Let's look for the funniest name. No, no, no. I'm yeah. going to go with my picture. All right, hold on. Can I, I'm going to text Kyle real quick. Okay. A name. Kyle, if I'm wrong, I do the shot. If I'm right, Mock does the shot. Oh, no. All right. Oh, so you're going to see if I pick who you, like, it's going to be. Yeah. It's not, it's not spelt right. Right. What, what was that? A lot of liquor. Want nothing to do Can with I this show. The, the yeah. name. A lot of good names here. Um. <laughs> oh, no. Going off of uh, face alone. Oh, uh, we're going off face? That's not fair. I thought we were going off name. All right, well, then I'll go off name. All right, no, I'll, you don't have to. You can go off whatever you want. I'll do the show. Oh, there's a lot of good ones on here. Yeah, uh, just say one. All right, I'm gonna go with. Uh, Devin Dubnik. <laughs> Dubnik. Dubnik. Damn. I thought you were going to go with Nita Ryder. If you want, I'll do one with Kyle. No, I, don't I have, have to do, do the shot. Oh, I'll do it with you. Wingman. But off of off of face alone, uh, Miko Ko- Kovu, or Koivu, whoever you say his name. Miko Koivu? Koivu, yeah. It looks like a brick fell on his face. Nita Dick. Rebecca, did you care to play? What? All right. Kyle, spin. Wild. What what team or what league? Sorry. I'll go with hockey. Boston Bruins. You picked the topic though. Yeah. Kyle, who's your favorite Bruins player of all time? Tyler Sagan. Damn. That's so boring. <laughs> yeah. I wish I got that question. <laughs> Is it also Tyler Sagan? No. What was Green? Green was NFL? Yeah, because they're greedy for money. The team is <laughs> the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. Which Baltimore Ravens place. quarterback of all time is better than Ben Roethlisberger? Oh, it's Joe Flacco no, and Lamar Jackson. <laughs> no. Um. All right. <laughs> Kyle's face. Somebody's not going to make it out of here tonight. Give me a realistic expectation of the Ravens this coming season. All right. We'll accept nothing but three and thirteen. <laughs> That's not true. Four and twelve is also on the table. <laughs> I think. I mean, I, ha- I haven't looked at their schedule yet, but I think at best they're a five and twelve team. Lamar Jackson. We're going to look up the schedule this year. Sure, but I, I think what'd you say? They're playing seven. I'm games. sorry. I, I I always count <laughs> seventeen. So so what? Five and eleven. Um, I think Lamar Jackson. I don't think he takes really a step back. I just think that he he's just going to be average. There's no one to throw to. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like I think he'll play. Okay, he just doesn't have the weapons around him. All right, so I'm going to give you the schedule, okay? Yep. Kyle, you got a pen on you? I'll remember it. No, you won't. <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> I like to think that, but... Go ahead. No, you won't. Uh, I got you. Just go ahead. All right, fine. You keep track of wins, okay? okay. Just wins. All right. 
They play at Miami. Win. Right, that's gay. Go ahead, Mock. Win. Okay. Then they host the Cardinals. Lose. Then they're at the Chiefs. Lose. Then they host the Browns. Lose. Then they're at the Steelers. Lose. Nah, if they're going to beat the Steelers, they're going to win that. I, 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 I was, that's where I was split. <laughs> All right, then they host the Bengals. Win. At Seattle. Lose. Then week nine, they host the Patriots. Lose by a lot. At the Bengals. Win. Host the Texans. Win. At the Rams. Lose. Host the 49ers. Lose. At the Bills. Win. Host the Jets. Lose. At the Browns. Lose. Host the Steelers. Lose. I'm 5 and 11. You know what's crazy? Reading off their schedule, doesn't it kind of seem like they go like home away, home away, home away, home away? Yeah. That's a bullshit. The, the Giants did that last year. I don't think they had any consecutive games. I got you, by the way. Games. I think I remember it. All right. Spin that wheel. What do you remember? This guy. Bad spin, This is for Paul? Yes. All right. <laughs> Kendall, the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah, this is for Paul, though, so you can take a shot because we said that before you even said that. No, I know. He's got to give you the scenario. Nah, you fucked it up. No, I didn't. Just take I a was shot, telling bro. him that Just for the scenario. Shot. Stop being a bitch. I'm taking a shot in like nine weeks. I'm not taking a shot for what I did correct. Right, well, how about, okay, how about you just take a shot? a shot for saying five and 12. How about this? You're taking a shot and you can pour me one because we split the series White Sox Yankees, so we both owe a shot. <laughs> I, I knew he was going to talk about that. <laughs> All right. I so what, what are we collect doing? Collect the 5 and 12. Uh, what was the... That's the Canucks. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, let's go with... You're, I wish you would ask me a specific question. I'm going to ask you a specific... This will be serious. When I say specific question, I mean a question I'm thinking about. All right. Because there's something that was just released yesterday that I have so much to talk about. But not on the air because no one else has anything to contribute. He's got a, got a point there. All right. I want you to... Get rid of the uh, Canucks' best player and implement an up-and-coming star, or up, not star, upcoming player that kind of fits the mold that will benefit the team better than this star is right now. So an up-and-coming guy? A guy kind of that you foresee will be someone who could be more impactful for that player. Using question. <laughs> All right. I know what it means. If you, could, if you could move the player entirely... Someone who you think can outplay this person right now. Okay. Well, because I believe there's a, spe- there's a specific person I'm thinking about. I believe he's a free agent. Uh, the old F.A. <laughs> Big fan. Ryman. I'm sorry? Ryman. Rhyme what? F.A. V.A. P.A. Pretty much any of them. <laughs> N.A. B.A. Dick. USDA. Just, just, <laughs> just spitting bars over there. <laughs> Best rapper this side of the Mason Dixon line. Shut your face. Hey, you shut your face. Right. Love you. Love you too. Sometimes. Every time, every time you give me a big shot, though, bag it. Wow. Didn't mean to say that word. My dick. It's Pride <laughs> Month. You can say it. That's how that works, right? He goes, didn't mean to say it, but he's not even close. <laughs> Just met dick. <laughs> I apologize. Kyle, you now owe 30 push-ups. That's fine. Give me another shot for it. 
So, can you define what you think up and comer is? Like, how many years' experience are we talking? Let's say in their third year. Third year. Third year. I, mean, I feel like by, by third year you're kind of uh, established. Your namesake. Right. Mm. In these leagues, so I kind of gave you kind of a, a, a complicated question there. I just don't want to, you know. Oh, give me the best beard, bro. You know. Like you did the last time. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that would, like, I had the option for uh, Tot, and, yeah. uh, uh, Neen, um, that's Nene for you people listening at home, but it's Neen. It's always been Neen in, in my mind. Um, RuPaul, I got you. There we go. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> gonna be needing another beer real soon. <laughs> I'm gonna have to probably get it myself. I'm going to have to play Ambrosia myself on the car rides home now. Uh, well, you can come sleep over. You swine. I can't. I have work in the morning. <laughs> well, I guess I could. I don't know, but... All right. <laughs> so, I would say... Sorry, I had to look at something. I had to see how many years this guy was in the league. So, in my opinion, the Vancouver Canucks best player, even though it didn't relate to um, the stats last year, would be Brock Bossier. Um, he's a right winger for the Vancouver Canucks. Um, he's very talented, but I think he lacks the goal scoring potential that the Vancouver Canucks need. They're not really like a great team right now, anyway. Um, that's why I kind of laughed when he said replace their best player because I was like, okay, let's, let's find a pig and shit. Um, uh, Patrick Lane. Replacing with Patrick Lane, I think a lot of problems are solved in Vancouver. It's somebody that can score goals. Now, that's said with a grain of salt because. Oh. Patrick Lane is going to be the best offensive player on the team, so you isolate him and you you, you play uh you play a weak side heavy or sorry a strong side heavy defense against him, where you you drop your defensive point down and you bring your right wing your left winger up and you kind of double team him to a sense. But Patrick Lane has good skating ability, good footwork. He can maneuver his way through the middle of the ice and get open shots. Patrick Lane could with that team's passing ability could score. 45 goals. Yeah, tell me about Patrick Lane. Where, where does he play currently? Winnipeg. Winnipeg. I believe. Sorry. I like it. Sorry, I kind of gave you a tough question there. I was just trying to... No, it was just a confusing question. Yeah. For the listeners. I knew exactly what you meant. I knew you did. I knew you did. Yeah, Winnipeg Jet. Alright. The old wheel. Hockey. Hockey. All right. Souls. Arizona Coyotes. Ooh, it's a dry heat. A dry. Let me answer the question. They should play outdoors. Yes, I agree. <laughs> Who would you like to be stranded out in the desert with? Okay. I'm going to need to check a roster. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to use kind of the same premise I did before. Anyway, you know, why do people call them the coyotes? I've always been partial to coyotes. There's no I in it, but... Silent E, bro. Silent E? What? Yeah, but hold on. Wait a minute. What's your argument there? Let's, <laughs> this is a bigger argument than anything we're going to do right now. Your argument is that this should be the coyotes versus the coyotes? Well, not so much emphasis on the T. <laughs> <laughs> coyotes? Coyotes, coyotes yeah. versus the coyotes? 
Yeah, I but just, where's I the emphasis on the I that you're talking about? Because coyotes emphasizes there being an I E S at the end, but it's only E S. Right, but I always heard it as coyotes. And I don't know if it's because you know us you're saying coyotes people. though. You're saying coyotes, right? Coyotes. So the E's at the end emphasizes an I E S at the end for all you grammar nerds out there. Am I wrong? Right, no. I, IES, when you hear E's, you would think IES? Phonetically, you're absolutely right. Right, but where do you hear an I in coyotes? Because coyotes and coyotes still starts with Kai. So there's no I in the beginning that you're at. There's well, no coyotes. They should be the coyotes, honestly. <laughs> no, but you're saying coyotes versus coyotes. You're just changing the... You're actually adding an I to the ending, but your argument is that you don't hear an I. Therefore, I, just... I think you should butt chug a shot out of Kyle's ass. <laughs> Oh, that's a... Oh, my God. Sorry, Coach's <laughs> Mouth. to butt. <laughs> yeah, Coach's Mouth sounds better. Okay. Kyle, really Dan, baby bird it. To answer your question, to be stranded on an island, uh, Derek... Uh, desert. Desert. Well, Derek Steppen is my guy. Bruv. Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> so don't have to worry about him hogging all the... Hat? I don't know. <laughs> all the hat. Hey, can I get some hat? <laughs> you messed up big time. Yeah? Yeah. There's a certain guy I was hoping you'd say. Who's that? Christian Fisher. Yeah, I saw him over there. Yeah, Christian Fisher uh, admitted two seasons ago to drinking. He drinks a martini before every game. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. <laughs> the locker room. At, hmm. I like to do that in day-to-day life. <laughs> Football for Souls Day. All right, Souls. What member... Of the Chicago Bears. Oh, man. Do you think would play excellent on the Green Bay Packers? Um, Eddie Jackson. <laughs> Brother's face says it all. <laughs> <laughs> if looks I'm sorry. Could, if looks could kill. I'm sorry. The kicker. The kicker. <laughs> what kicker on the Bears? I don't know any of their names. Not not what Packer would be good on the Bears. What Bear would be good on the I'm Packers? Sick. I don't know any of their names. I don't think they have one. <laughs> Eddie Jackson. It's going to be real fun watching Mock drive Kyle home <laughs> in a car with slash tires. <laughs> All right, next question. I thought that was falling. Our first yellow, which was MLB. All right, Paul. Cubs. (laughs) Really sticking it to the This is completely random, I promise. It's going to just face the rest of that beer. It could be the Braves, Paul. I know you hate them. Who? Braves. Kyle, the Braves aren't even like on my top five most hated Yo, teams. Mitch welcome today. Mm-hmm. Fuck you guys. All right, it was my fault. <laughs> <All right>. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't pitch better. We can re-roll if you would like. Gagnon did. True or true? The guy that caught the foul ball <laughs> is a legend. Are oh, you talking the the guy in that? Uh, yeah. What the hell is his name there? Blackman. Yeah. True or true? Him catching it was the best thing that ever happened in baseball. Best thing ever to happen in baseball? It's true or true. But I, I disagree. The best, ma- I mean, maybe... So you disagree with true? So you go with the other option, true? 
Well, and I guess true, I guess. He does present a compelling argument. <laughs> Do you think Wrigley Field is the most iconic stadium in all of baseball? Hmm. Don't say Yankee Stadium. It's no, it's not Yankee Stadium. I mean, no, they, no, no, but, but you can include all old stadiums. You can include old Yankee Stadium. You can include Shea. You can include uh, Polo Grounds. Old Miami. Old Miami. Um, if you're really desperate for <laughs> sucking your own cock. Um, I mean, the, the old Yankee Stadium, I mean, just... Uh, I don't think it's the most iconic, I guess. Just because, I mean, there was so much history. That, but they've changed it twice already. Uh, it does have the Poison Ivy Monster. It, it, it comes down, I mean, to Wrigley and, and Fenway... Wrigley's been around a lot longer. When when did Wrigley open? I also like to I also like to tell you this that Wrigley is also the only current active MLB stadium that has hosted the Chicago Bears. Wrigley was open before Fenway. I, I'm not sure. I thought Fenway was the oldest, but I'm not sure. But Miami. Um, what? <laughs> I, I want to go to Wrigley so bad, but nah, it's okay. I, I think Fenway is probably more iconic than Wrigley. Just because there's been more things to happen. Things that's happened there. I mean, you know, the, the, the Green Monster is like a well-known, th- even if you're a casual baseball fan, I mean, you know about the Green Monster. So I, I would put Fenway. Fenway two years before Wrigley. Also there. But I, I would put Fenway over Wrigley as far as iconic stadiums. Good thing you didn't put Veterans Bank. They sucked. <laughs> I think you meant to say Citizens Bank. No, Veterans Stadium. All right, we calling that yellow or white? Oh, it's white. All right. White was Three hot. gaps per color. Gotcha. Your NHL team is the Edmonton Oilers. Edmonton Oilers. All right. How long have they been the Edmonton Oilers? Their entire... Uh, existence, or is that a, a team that changed names and it's off the top of your head? My <laughs> question? What? No, it was just kind of like a casual question leading up to an actual question. Yeah. What's your favorite been the sightseeing in Edmonton? <laughs> <laughs> Do your travels through Edmonton, Riddler. Favorite place to eat? Gretzky uh, Bar and Grill. Actually, if you really, want, you really want the real answer to that question, yes. Um, Chastity's Bar and Grill. Kyle was pretty close. <laughs> Chassis Bar and Grill, they make... Um, what's it? Some it's Putin? Called, huh? Some Putin. <laughs> close. So... They're, Got souls. They're called... They're called the, it's called the Sloppy Artery Clogger. Ooh. So, yeah? So, it, it's... <laughs> it's... Poutine on top of an entire rack of ribs that's on top of four biscuits and gravies. So, we you've been go. to Canada, go. Oh, my <laughs> God. We gotta go right now. So, you've been to Canada, yeah? Yeah, four times. Four different it's places. It's A, not yeah, Kyle. It's in this sense, it's yeah. <laughs> it's like Spanish. It's a dialect. <laughs> yeah, I've been to Edmonton, I've been to Calgary, and I've been to Toronto twice. What about Montreal? I just told you where I've been. <laughs> 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 you, said you said four places. Have you been to the place that you didn't mention? I've been to a Raptors game. I, Kendall, your scenario. Is that your question? No. It, it could be your question. No, no. He I'm answered kidding. it. He did answer the question, but <laughs> not what I wanted. It was a freebie. It was a freebie. It was a toss-up. All right. It was just in case he ever changed his trains up north. That's right. Boom. Okay. Um, who is your, your least favorite uh, oiler of all time? Oh, Nugent Hopkins for Jeff. Ah. Is nice. it, though? Yeah. 
There's very few things I agree with Jeff on in terms of sports. <laughs> but the hate for Nugent Hopkins is real. <laughs> it burns real. So one day, I had a train question, Trivia Crack 2, and I said to one of them, I who it was, I wish I listened to you during that speech. <laughs> I hold seminars every weekend. It was extra poll. Yeah, all right, hold on. <laughs> this is on air. I know this isn't sports. But can I please tell you what the question was? Sure, let's see. All right, Rebecca, I'd like you to listen. It was horseshoe curve. No, <laughs> it showed a picture of a train car that had vertical doors on the side that were graded. Now you know where I'm going with this. Yeah. The question asked, "What is this train car used for?" Kyle's answer: coal. <laughs> That's what it should only be used for. It was for. an auto rack. <laughs> it should only be used for coal because they suck. Your, your reasoning doesn't make you. You could just it. drive the cars. All right, question for ma- uh, Mass. <laughs> for the Mass Baron. Hey, question. Do you like being the Red Baron? Beans? Yeah. Yes, no, being the Red Baron. <laughs> <laughs> I love beans. <laughs> I had beans from Bear today. Uh, did you like them? Like bears. bears. Oh, oh, oh. Bear place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to go back to Thanos. Yes, we do. Not Pribertini Brothers. Yeah, yeah. I know about Pribertini Brothers. <laughs> I'd like to talk about Tino's with you later. Um, your NFL team. Oh, zoomed in. <laughs> the Miami Dolphins. Ooh, classic. Kyle. I do like being the Red Baron answer your question. Um, I'd like to be the Flying Ace. On the Miami <laughs> Dolphins, who would you like to Sneakers. have a... Who, who, who would you like to... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't ask any question that has to do with what would you like to do for our current Dolphins player. Because remember, Ryan Fitzpatrick is a Dolphin. And he's my guy no matter what. Besides Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's impossible. Who would you like to go swimming with the Dolphins with? Ooh. Um, Kendall loves Dolphins. Wait, hold on. You love Dolphins? As a child, I was uh, fond of Dolphins. You know, they, they, they assault people sexually. Oh, so that's the reason I like them. To a homosexual. They beat the shit out of sharks, though. They do. They're pretty cool. They suck on puffer fish to get stoned. <laughs> and they rape black women. Listen, that's actually true. Dolphins are the real deal. Well, who do you want to swim with dolphins with? Um, you, you, oh, you said fuck, currently? You fuck currently? Flipper with Besides an NFL Patrick. player. Who would it be? Besides Fitzpatrick. Is Matt Moore still a dolphin? <laughs> hmm. No, but Danny Amendola is. Ugh. No, he's not. He's a lion. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, man. We're going to lose. A lot of games. God, I hope he didn't leave. I think is it Mike Pouncey? Is he still there? No, no he's, he's a charger. charger. He, he he jumped ship like three like years two ago. years ago. No, not three years ago. Two no, last year. Last year last was his year. first year with the Chargers. Yeah. That would have been my guy though. Well, he's not. So who is? Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> All right, um, my what guy. Think your offensive lineman. <laughs> <laughs> seems, seems like a good like, offensive lineman. Point. <laughs> Can't pick Richie Incognito. He just signed with the Raiders. I know it. Uh, you know what I'm going to pick? Uh, Hold on. I'm going to read off some guys to you, okay? We got Josh Rosen, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Kenny Stills, Christian Wilkins, Albert Wilson, Xavier Howard, Kenyon Drake, Rashad Jones, Minka Fitzpatrick, Charles Harris, Jordan Mills, Devontae Parker, Mark Wil- Walton, whose main picture on Wikipedia is a mugshot, <laughs> Kiko Alonzo, Mike Giesick, Kalen Baelish, Nate Orchard, Larry Tunsil, Miles Gaskin, Ch- Chandler Cox, Andrew Van Ginkle, Jake Rudock, Jaquine Grant, and Adolphus Washington. 
I'm going to go probably with, with Kiko, only because he seems like a guy who wants to start proms, and I think <laughs> that's a guy I kind of want to be around. He's going to punch the dolphin in the face. Yeah, and then we're going to get kicked out. I'm surprised you didn't go with the Adolphus dolphin guy. <laughs> too easy, too easy. All right, Kyle. Your hockey team is the Buffalo Sabres. Sabre. <laughs> Ah, uh, thank you for that, Kendall. All right, Kyle. I got it. I got the joke. I got it. No, you didn't. Just Which, finish that yet. Which member of the Buffalo Sabres? We'll go all time, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Would you like to drive cross country with? Well, all right. Yeah. Yeah, gotcha. I'm going to go with Scott Wilson. Why is that? He was a penguin. All right. Thanks for that, Kyle. Wow, another surprising answer. Why? Oh, no, Jared Eichel, did you? No. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who'd you think? I'm sorry. I just I thought you were going Rick Martin. They'll listen to a lot of Ricky Martin. Now, nah, Rick Martin used to dip Copenhagen straight during games. That's hilarious. Can I change my answer? <laughs> MLB. Mold. Paul, the team for the scenario is the Twins. I don't know his answer. I don't know the answering. I'm asking. Uh, my bad. Hmm. All right. If you had to do a three-legged race with any Twins infielder all time, who would it be? Joe Maurer. Because I'd probably, we'd have our legs tied together, but I'd just jump on his back, let him carry me. I feel like that'd be the quickest way to do it. All right. I refute, refute, uh, Joe Maurer as being an option. (laughs) As more of a catcher GH option. He played first. Yeah, but still. I don't like this wheel. We We gotta send it into the shop. What do we got? Hockey. Hockey. It landed on three. The team is the Detroit Red Wings. Oh, my God. What is going on? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Since I've, been, I've been given a lot Name of hockey Name three Red Wings players better. <laughs> All right. If you were to move the Red Wings to any city... That could could support a hockey team. Where would you move them to? Atlantis. Atlantis. Yeah, because it's so, not real. <laughs> <laughs> it's under those sea. No, nah, that's pick a different question. I won't. I won't answer that question. Okay. Detroit. I won't. As much as as much as Detroit Red Wings have been a hated franchise of mine for years and years and years, they're an original six team, and I won't move them. Would you Would you be okay if it was Buffalo? No, they have a hockey team. Two teams in Buffalo. <laughs> okay. Buffalo can't even support the Bills. Alright, uh, what company would you want to sponsor their stadium? That's a good question. <laughs> Ford. <laughs> Fair enough. The Ford the f- Red Wings. <laughs> Come no. play at the Ford well, yeah, Center. It makes sense because, I mean, their yeah. whole logo is based off of Ford anyway, so. Ford. Ford. 
real noisy. It stopped very abruptly. <laughs> Blue is NBA, correct? Yeah. Good. The team is. Come on, Jazz, Jazz, Jazz. The Minnesota Timberwolves. Who would you like to have a glass of wine with? <laughs> <laughs> the University of Minnesota Timberwolves. Good for you. That is an excellent question. Well, I've always been uh, partial to Cat. So I think we're going to so have. You no, know, Derek Rose technically isn't a free agent yet. Hmm, that being cat. <laughs> well, I, I do like Derrick Rose a lot more. You seem like a guy who could enjoy a nice glass of Grenache with him. Oh, we're having just some random red blend. Bobby Abreu's <laughs> brand. Some, something real bottom shelf. Bobby Abreu. Gravel. <laughs> I've looked forever for the Bobby Abreu wine. I think there was only one bottle made, and I drank it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's a store in East Hartford that has like 40 of them. When do they open? <laughs> They're open 24 hours. That's Are you s- Im- no, it's impossible. I was going to say, wait a minute. That's improbable. <laughs> All right. I mean, anyone's open 24 hours. With it. Price. That's right. You want, you want to go around one more time, then we can move on? Yeah. So, uh, oh, yeah, Kendall's got an answer. <laughs> answer. Oh, oh, he did. Oh, yeah. I, I, I changed it. I was, was going to be cat, but then I didn't realize. Hmm. Ooh, the LA Clippers, Kyle. I know my answer. <laughs> Doesn't matter what the question is. Kyle, what current clipper would you like to have give you a haircut? Lou Williams. <laughs> Was that the answer no matter what? Yeah. <laughs> That's actually a good answer. <laughs> uh oh. I'm noticing that the peg is sitting out because it's getting stuck on this a lot. A lot of NBA questions coming. All right, the team is Riddler. <laughs> the New Orleans Pelicans. On a scale of 1 to 10, how great was Omar Asik being dealt? 10 being the best, 1 being the best. Well, it was a pretty terrible call. I mean, he no, left and the um, team's been pretty right. bad ever since. All right, I got you. Um, why don't you give me a realistic stat line expectation for Drew Holiday for the 2019-2020 season? I want points, rebounds, assists, steals, blocks, turnovers. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Points, 23 and a half. Yeah, get that down a little bit. 23 and a half. All right. Career year for him. Um, rebounds, six. Career year. <laughs> Uh, assists, six, uh, <laughs> 8.3. He's a, he's a two guard now, man. Kyle, <laughs> I was given a question. I'm giving my answers. He's predicting an MVP. <laughs> Blocks? Blocks, half. All right, I agree with that. <laughs> what, what else did you want to know? Steals. Steals. 1.3. Is that it? Uh, turnovers. Turnovers. Three. Three a game? A little lower, but it'll be all right. 23 points? 23. Gross. I'd be happy with him. I'm a big fan of Drew. I pick him fan all the time. Green, NFL. <laughs> oh, yeah. You had one baseball question. Come on, number. Right. <laughs> Come on. Oh, we're go- I got to see what the team would have been. Because if it's the team that comes out, we got to do it. Nah, it wasn't. All right. Well, she was it. It was the Seahawks. Fuck them. 
All right. Because we'll go we'll go yellow. Those. The team is the Dodgers. Oh. Back to green. Back to green. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Back to green. No, no, I'm just kidding. Dodgers. All right. Dodgers? Okay. All right. Excluding Kershaw, who is your favorite player on the current roster? Oh, that Chinese kid. You Darvish? Nah. Kenta Medea? Han Jin Ryu? Yeah, that guy. <laughs> oh, the guy from Street Fighter. I like how you went with Kenta Medea first. Han <laughs> <laughs> Jin Ryu. They watched him blow a no-hitter. Nice. Yep. That's fair. But killing it for me in fantasy. Oh, never mind, never mind, never mind. New guy. Kenta, Kenta! <laughs> Like Justin Turner for the beard him. alone. The guy looks like Ginger. What is nah, who's it's, good it's, it's, it's Hinjan Kwaiju Johnny Gitchin. Sesame Chicken C number three. He's up a run in the last like eight outings. Nah, it's definitely it's definitely Chef Special twenty three Ryu. <laughs> Chef Special. That's because it'll be really good. Way better than Tanaka. Hey, Tanaka, complete game shutout tonight. That's how it gets stuck on these yeah. guys a lot. Yeah. You gotta grease that thing. No, it's not greasing it. It's just these back pegs stick out a lot. So we're, we're doing blue here? No. Yellow? Nope. Yep. Uh, Kenny. All right. Kenny Sunkissed. Team is the Nationals. Who do you want to murder? <laughs> Kai, you can't do that. It's premeditation. That's right. I don't need anything incriminating right. already more than I am. If you were to build, if you were if to, you were to kill, <laughs> if I were to build a what? A wall, <laughs> a cottage, cheese um, <laughs> factory. If you, you were to were... build a family, <laughs> <laughs> with what national would it be? <laughs> if you were to abduct a national, if you were an alien. Okay. All right. <laughs> Hypothetical. I am not. You mean from alien from outer space? Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Right. Not a Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even on my radar. That's funny. All right. So if it would please the court, if I was an alien from outer space, if I were to abduct a national, does the mascot count? Are we talking all time? No, like right now. Uh, for for scientific purposes only. It's uh, that it's that weird eyed colored guy, huh? Sure is it. <laughs> <laughs> Not Doge. His Funko Pop has two different colored eyes, too. thought that's funny. Yeah. I would pick uh, Trey Turner. Study his bat speed. Now, what Kyle failed to mention is this is an anal probe type of situation. I assume he's was, probing right? you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still go with Trey Turner. Up, 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 up. <laughs> that second wind it gets sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Kyle, your NBA team is the Detroit Pistons. Hmm. Kyle, I want you to tell me three all-time Pistons you'd like to go on a picnic lunch with. Isaiah Thomas, Bill Aaron Beer, and Dennis Rodman. Boo. Dennis Rodman, Ben Wallace, Rasheed Wallace. <laughs> a lot of fights. Yeah. Now you're bringing the blanket. The little fuck the potato salad. <laughs> All right. Then that concludes the That's segment it. of Randomizer. Good job, Mike.
I do like that. It was good. Good for the wheel. Good for I the like, wheel. I like his name because when I go to say mock, but I accidentally say Mike, it works. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect scene. I, like my I, t- I don't know why. It sounds so weird when Paul says Mike, though. Yeah. he's only called me like three times. Every that time being I say it, my penis time. shrinks. Six <laughs> inches. We're down We're down to in my butt now. In my butt. <laughs> don't worry. I'll get it. Next time I say Do it, it in it's my butt. out my butt. In my butt. Don't, don't say Do you have, Did you pick a <laughs> tier? I did. I have, I have two tiers. Um, let me just swap the our logo real quick oh, so that the viewers may I apologize see. for the abduction question, but they should all just rot in hell. Wow. That was worse than the abduction question. Hey, Kyle, what are you referencing? I hate the Nationals. We want from You hate the Nationals because they ran your division for a while? Yeah. Round the horn. Kendall, who are your five least favorite sports franchises of all time? Go. Uh, hmm. Probably... In order. In order? Okay. Um, five to one. Five to one. Uh, I guess it would be the Packers... Can you believe Nationals. this guy's got two out of the five non-division? Packers, Nationals, this Braves, Ravens, Patriots. So the Patriots. Oh, uh, we're going to go with the Ravens, the Braves, No, the five to one. Yeah, oh, five to one? <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, wait. Um... The Seahawks, the the Raptors, the Nationals. That's not true. Yes, it is. Nationals, the Ra- the Braves, and the Ravens. Why do you hate the Raptors? I fucking always hated the Raptors. Since when? Oh, for a long time. You love Kawhi Leonard, and you love Vince Carter. So you just I don't love Vince Carter. I like Trace McGrady more. Also a raptor. <laughs> for a very short also a raptor. Uh, he's, just, he's just hating because of the championship. He's got to be a homer for hatred. Machine. I'm trying to think like my five and four, like three through one. Got it. Uh, number five. <laughs> the Redskins. Well, like, the Redskins have been like helpless for a while. Like I, I really don't. Oh, wait, who's your the Redskins? Th- three, three, one? You got it. Yeah, I can think of one team. Oh no, that's right. Cause you don't hate the Red Sox. No, I do. So then, who's four? That's what I'm saying. Like five and four. I'm trying to figure out. Patriots, Cowboys, Eagles, Red Sox. There's four. That's like I don't know. I don't hate the Eagles. I guess you're a terrible fan. No, like it's just one of like. I hate the Cowboys so much more that the rest of the division doesn't matter to me. Um, you mean like the one that won the Super Bowl? Yeah, but they they just kind of limped there on a and one iffy quarterback. But uh, yeah, I guess the Eagles would be four, five Jaguars. But I don't hate the Jaguars. <laughs> I have no reason to ever Steelers? hate the Jaguars. See, I don't, the only reason I hate the Steelers is because of Kyle. Phillies, same thing. Yeah. And I hate- oh, you know what? The Mets. The Mets are five. I, I hate the Mets. I just I don't understand why. <laughs> I, I, they, they, they don't even affect you I at know, all. But I just do. I hate their stupid logo. I hate your fans. It's it's the, basically the same logo. But it's, it's not. It's I, not. I think ours is cool. It's more like a, like a heritage type. Yours is just some really weak the, NY. The Mets one looks like the Yankees logo melted. 
No, it doesn't. Yeah, it does. You just look like you got stepped on, and it's kind of like accordioned <laughs> it was, out. It, it was like an ice cream that melted, and like, oh yeah, we'll run with that. My, at least the Mets has like had some sort of like you know color? art to it and color. The Yankees is just kind of like, well, right, 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 right. So yeah, Mets, Eagles, Red Sox, Patriots, Cowboys, Denny's. <laughs> we like Denny's. Throw some respect on Denny. Especially the Weathersfield one. <laughs> that was funny. It was not. Paul? All right. Um, Detroit Tigers. Running backs. Detroit Tigers. Minnesota Vikings. Detroit Pistons. Detroit Red Wings. Green Bay Packers. Oh, can I change out the Raptors? I'm surprised the Cubs weren't on there. Yeah, Kyle, do you want to switch out the Raptors because you don't hate the Raptors? I don't like them, but the Bruins I hate a lot more. Down with Char. <laughs> Down with Char. <laughs> All right. Kenny, what do you got us? This is like another there? quarterback thing. All right. What is my favorite thing to talk about in the whole Throwback jerseys? World? He's right on it. Jerseys? Jerseys. We're going to rank our favorite NFL jerseys. All time. All time. So, and we have here, it looks like what's going to be this year's uh, jerseys, it looks like. No, just the regular jerseys. Yeah, it looks like we've got the new, the Jets brought it back there. Um, well, what are we talking? Just home jerseys? Just to, like. The colorful jerseys. The home jerseys. Yeah, I guess we'll go by the home jerseys. Okay. What, we, what we think. All weight jerseys kind of suck. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, for the most part. Just you play know. at home already. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have the Lions as our, our leadoff one. What do, do, do you think? Ranking the C division? Yeah. Yeah, I don't care for the Lions jersey. I'd probably put it I just hate the two-tone on the blue. If it was all one blue, I'd be more about it. D. Yeah. D. Browns, perhaps the worst of jerseys of all time. No. Yes. But I don't think they're good at all. Kyle's a hater. No, it's just the brown and orange suck. Yeah, I know. I like their orange jerseys a lot more. Who is that? Uh, the Colts. A. What? What? I like the jerseys. It's blue. Yeah. It's just blue. I mean, the, the only distinguishing factor is the, the horseshoe right. on the helmet. Fine. B. I mean, it's, I mean, a, it's Cal, a... You said B and then <laughs> reverted back to B. I mean, it's, a, it's an okay yeah. uniform. Did you? I give them B. I think they're a B jersey. No. Yeah, I'm fine with B. All right. Patriots. D. C. C. Hate them. Not B. I say C. Uh, no, uh, jerseys that can incorporate... The jerseys that incorporate multiple colors will always be a better than average jersey. I mean, they incorporate I, three colors into every jersey. I hate the Patriots, but I won't give them D just because I think there's some sort of originality <laughs> to it. I mean, the Browns, I mean... The team is named for Paul Brown, and this what they came up with is a brown jersey and orange everything else. I'd give him B. Can, can we agree on C? I'm, I'm in on that. All right. Just move it along. Cardinals. D. Uh, fairly plain, <laughs> all red, and just a little bird on their helmet. <laughs> See, I like their black ones, but I don't think they count, do they? That's an alternate. D. Yeah. 
the I, I also was trying to think of how I can make the black ones <laughs> count, but... 49ers. A. I do like the 49ers a lot. Yeah. I say B. Say B? Mock? I, I say A as well. Right, I, I like the Niners. Trump Kyle. Right. A for Ironic. the 49ers. Carolina Panthers. <sighs> B. C. I like really? their jerseys a lot. I, I kind of like the, the, the black, blue, and silver. Yeah. Uh, I, 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 this is boring. Okay, I'll give him B. All right, what do we have here? I don't know. (laughs) I think it's the the Bears, I think. I think it's it's the Bears. (laughs) F? S. Oh, S. There's an F. Like, what? S. I like the Bears. Very classic. You know, it's it's, it's simple, but... The orange stripe, the GSH... The incorporation of the blue and the orange. I think it's the best jerseys in football. And the reason, because we're, we're, we're going to, I see some things coming up. For example, I see towards the end of the list we're going to get to, those Rams jerseys don't count because those are throwback Rams jerseys. I, I'm willing to put the Bears jerseys in A for now. The jury for me is out on the, the best of all time. Right now. I think I want to kind of see how things play out. Yeah. I'll, I'll give them an A. a. I'm also looking. I, at, I don't know if I have an S jersey. <laughs> gotta pick one. Gotta I, pick I one. know I have to, but well, any of these have the ability to be moved. Yeah, but I, I like the Bears in A right nah, now. Now, once you put it, it's done. <laughs> that, Fuck that's it. All right, Jets bring them back. They're all D. all green. Yeah. Doesn't matter which jersey it is. They're all terrible. It's like, hey, do you like the this? best thing about the Jets is their old helmets, but the jerseys were still bad. I do like the old logo, but uh, I kind of agree. So we put them in, in D. Yep. C minus. C minus. Well, that's the D. Rounded down. <laughs> Houston Texans. C. Yeah. C. It's kind of just blue and red. No, yeah, it's just average. If, you, if you're giving the Patriots a C, you have to give the Texans a C. Yeah. Not, not much going on there. Uh, the Vikings of Minnesota. B. Purple. Purple is kind of cool. Yeah, I am B. Yeah. It's unique. Uh, I I love the the matte purple helmets. Big fan. So it has the Falcons here in the black, but the, the red is still their, their yeah. home I, I give right them an A. I like both of those. I give them B. Hmm. No, I give them A. I was going to say, I, I, I think they got the nice the nice red jerseys. It's, got a, it's a. got a cooler. I'll give them A. The so, Jaguars. so far, we haven't done nothing yet. <laughs> <laughs> Jaguars, I give them a C. Yeah. It's like it's a unique color, but it's still just kind of like a whatever jersey. Yeah. Well, I know it doesn't count, but those fucking Thursday night football jerseys are just the grossest thing. No, nah, I give them a C because they, they picked a unique color, but it's still a boring jersey. Didn't incorporate the gold into it at all, really. Go ahead. Seahawks. D. They, they change their jersey, what seems like, every three years. I don't D. like them either. I like the old ones. Yeah. The Joey Galloway jerseys are the best. I say yeah. D, too. I, I know, I, I would say in the B, I love their jerseys, but I know I'm going to lose. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, what do you say, Kendall? I would probably put them in the, the C, D range. I just, I'm just i so partial to Let's the old ones. In C. You, you said C, Mox said B, we said D, so it averages up to a C. That's not how grades work, otherwise we'd all be better students. But Oh, absolutely, <laughs> I would have been a much better student. Yeah, Mox failed a lot. Kyle, you were in the same <laughs> summer school as I was, you bitch. Only once. Jefferson High, there are rivals. <laughs> Eagles of Philadelphia. C. I give them a B. Really? I give them a B. I, for whatever reason, I, I like the black I, undertones. For whatever reason, I don't care for like, I don't know, like just the the 
overall green jerseys. You don't like green, do you? It's not that I don't like green. It's just green. I don't know. What overall green jerseys? Though? Just like 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 they're... the Jets that you like. But they're not green though. They're teal. What? The Eagles are teal. The Eagles wear teal home jerseys. They do not wear green jerseys anymore. When did that change? Because they were always green. No. The Eagles home jerseys. Those jerseys right there are those are teal jerseys. Those are not green. That looks green. Nah, those have way more blue in them than the Jets jerseys. I say B anyways. You're going to compare them to the Jets jerseys? Those are teal. They look nothing like the Jets jerseys. I I know they look nothing like it, but that looks like a dark green. Nah, it's it's more of a teal. Eagles, what what, what were we saying? I said B. Riddler? I said B. Kendall? I'll I'll give them a B. We'll We'll see how they move. Denver Broncos... I've always been partial. I uh, like their jersey a lot. I'm gonna I'm gonna vote A. Yeah. I'll give you greenish teal. I'll say C. Really? No love for I don't like them. The the blue and orange. Flacco's a Bronco now, so No, I don't like them to begin with. I mean I, I just I just like it. I like I like their numbers too. <laughs> I give them a B. I I like the older Broncos jerseys better, the older the blue. Orange, orange crush style. The more royal blue. Yeah. Alright, well we'll put them B. Averages out. Steelers of Pittsburgh. A. A. Yep. Classic jerseys. If it's the Bumblebee one, not on the Oh, it's S. <laughs> Bumblebee is S. I yep. hate that jersey so oh, much. It's so beautiful. Dallas Cowboys. A. a. It's got to be A. Even if it's just for iconic reasons. Yep. It's just a good color scheme, too. It, because they're the only team that wears white for home. That's just so unique in its own. Uh, Saints. B. B or C. I, I, I'll put them as B. I, I kind of like their jerseys, but it doesn't really stand out. It's just black. Yeah, it's black. With, it's got gold lettering. I give them B or C. Yeah, it's not bad, but B it is. Chargers. C. C, yeah. For me, I, I really like the, the navy blue jerseys. I mean, like, they make the yellow pop more than the powder blue jerseys do, but. Yeah. Even they're just, they're well, just kinda... Are we talking current? Because aren't they going back to the powder blue? Yeah. We're talking. Nah, we're going. But so even the early two thousands to like twenty ten, I, I like those jerseys more but than the, this one. But the powder blue were never their, the powder blue was never their home jerseys. It was always their alternate blue. jerseys. The navy gotcha. blue, they just wore the powder blues a little more. So the navy blue is technically their home jersey. I give a C. I agree with C. Raiders C. Yeah, it, you know it's, it's black it's, and silver. It's I mean, been that way forever. It's iconic, but, but it's boring. Right. Stand out. I think it, with the color scheme, it could be so much better. Yeah, yeah, it's very simplistic. Packers, I guess we got to put them a. It's just iconic, green and yellow. It's yeah. Giants, C. It's it's just it's just blue. I, I mean, give them C because if the if the lettering if the numbers were outlined in red, I'd go B. But this yeah, is... I'm so part because like, I I know I'm a Giants fan, but like. I, I love their home blue jerseys. Well, listen, it's not a dissatisfying no, jersey. It's just I, it's kind of just, just blue and but white. But it, it, is, it, a, it is a boring jersey. Well, if those red ones were still available. Fuck those. F. <laughs> F. Fuck those. In ranks but, of jerseys, I'd give them a C. Buffalo. You have to say C. It's the same thing as the Giants. No, it's well, not. It's it not incorporates the red into it, which yeah. is what I think would bump the Giants to B, so I'd give the Bills a B. Yeah, I, I like I like the Bills at, at B. I mean, it, it just has that Can one. Can we say Navy one C though? Sure. All right. All right. 
Bengals. A. No. I give him a. I, I like the black and orange. Yeah, but I mean, the, a jersey though. I mean, I think the, the, the helmet is the best part of the uniform. Yeah, honestly, I mean, I, yeah. I, I would put him at a, a B, I guess, at best. I'd give him a B because I B because I do like the tiger stripes on the sleeves. B for the Bengals. I say B. Appropriate. D. <laughs> the Dolphins. <laughs> C. Nah, D. C. I'll give the Dolphins. The a, older jerseys would have been an A. Yes. Titans, D, C. I, 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 mean, I like the incorporation of the different colors, but it, it's boring. <clears throat> I'll, I'll put them at C. All right, Rams. Are we going based off current home jerseys? Going out. We've done everything current. D, D for the Rams. Is that, is that like the? Yeah, because they wear the thro- their home jerseys are currently the throwback jerseys, but they wear the navy blue with the white helmets. It's yeah. fucking atrocious. It looks. I they love look that like a helmet, Madden but... Ultimate team that hasn't unlocked everything. Yeah, <laughs> I love that helmet though. I wish they would. The navy blue with the white. I I do like the white helmet. I wish they they would incorporate it with the jersey better. No, because the jersey's are fucking worse. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like I I wish they could get no, it the, to the, pair the, up better. The royal blue helmet with the yellow ram horns. The best. That that that's a good look. I mean, it is that that one is better. The, the, I, the, I the, white, the white the white was original. That was like sixties. Yeah, uh, but. As far as I know, they still do that helmet with that jersey, and it just looks terrible. It's a D for me. Souls? C. I'm fine with C. All right, C. No higher than C, though. I'll fucking slit some no, of C, C is fine for them. All right. D. Ravens? D. I, I, I understand that it's unique and that it's purple, but it, I just think that the black pants look terrible. They look like leggings. And Bunch of guys out there in yoga pants. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I don't, I've never liked the Ravens jerseys. I, give them no. I I love the color scheme, but again, they could do it better. So I agree with you. Redskins, the jersey's been that way. The uniform's been the way forever. They're um, It's not super exciting, but it has been. Iconic. It's a unique red. They don't use red. They use that like maroon color, and they incorporate the gold into it, and it's very iconic. I give it a B. Right. Tampa Bay. Personally, F- I hate. F- I, I hate these. D. It's just like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have never had a good jersey. I like the orange. No, they're D. That's because you hate terrible or you love terrible jerseys. All right, Kansas City <laughs> Chiefs. B. C. Yeah, B. C. B. The highest. It's, I put them in the B just because I love the logo. But they don't incorporate the yellow into it. All right, well, you want to put them in B? Really? Just what's that's, that's what's my the difference vote. between them and the Cardinals jersey? Well, like I, I, there's not much. I just I love the Chiefs logo. So I give them a C because you like the logo. Give them a B. Throw them in B. Right. Why not? So I think we got to pick our best of all time out of the A list. We should flip it. No, take no, it out of the D list. Yeah, <laughs> we'll go with the D's. You dumb. Cleveland, fuck. right up there. Yeah. All right. So cool. what is it? It's 49ers. Falcons. Bears, Bears. Steelers. Cowboys. Packers. So it, it, it's it's a fine line that we, we walk here. Uh, if we're going for iconic, probably the Cowboys. Yeah, say it into the microphone there, Kyle. Whatever. If we're going for iconic, we're probably going to go with the Cowboys. I disagree. The Bears jersey has v- pretty much it's been almost completely unchanged for years. So I think we the can... Bears have incorporated the blue and orange into their jerseys forever, since like the forties. We can agree that the Falcons are not making it. The Falcons don't make it. I don't think the Forty Nine ers make it just because it's been the same jersey, not the same jersey, but it's, it, the, the the jersey. The 49ers are an A because of the iconicness of the 49ers, not necessarily because of their jerseys. 
Like, the 49ers, if they weren't the 49ers, would be a B. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, saying? I agree. The, but the red and gold is kind of classy together, but I, was, I agree. The, the 49ers were my vote. For, for, really? really? For the best of all time? Really? Wow. I, I like the, the color scheme and the way it, it pairs up. So, I have to be impartial. I, 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 I can't vote... Pittsburgh is. I'm trying to be objective here. Uh, I, I do like the the how Pittsburgh has got the the black and yellow. I like the number, and I like how the helmet only has the logo on one side. I think it's a it's a, it's a cool uniform, but you know that that jersey. I don't know. Uh, so we all said different things. <laughs> Let's go with Packers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm kidding. No, you're not. It's a, yeah, you can kid the whole walk home. I said the Cowboys. Falcons out, 49ers out. All right, to, to, to not be a homer, we'll, we'll get rid of the Steelers because they are, they are the one of the younger teams versus uh, Packers, Bears. Want to leave it up to a coin flip? For three teams? Well, what is it? Packers and Bears? I think, I, you know, I'm going to go Packers, Bears because it's. Bear, well, you know what? I'm disputing my argument because the, the the Bears have remained the same. The Packers had those atrocious maroon helmet with the the yellow pants and blue. I know. I give it to the Bears. Right. I just think the 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 GSH paying homage to the original guy, the original quarterback coach of the team. They they incorporate the the dark the the navy blue that the Bears sport versus the Broncos blue looks much better with the orange. They incorporate those just it's nothing crazy like the Bengals do with like the 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 tiger march or anything like that. Like it's just a nice orange three orange stripe and then a little bit of orange blocking around the letters. And if you were to go to throwback jerseys, I think the Bears are right up there with S as well. I mean. Pulled up a coin flip generator, <laughs> just in case. The Bears have been rocking blue, white, and orange since 1932. So we've kind of we've established this kind of uh, how we want the to be like a historical type thing and stuff that's been unchanged. But that being said, I feel like the Packers have to be ruled out because that, that jersey has has changed. Um, Cowboys has remained somewhat the same, but it doesn't have the the, the lineage that Chicago does. Um. So I mean, it, I guess it's it's up it's up to you guys. What, what do you think? I mean, I don't. I guess I don't have a problem with making the Bears best of all time. Huh. We can leave it up to a coin flip, but I got I got to change I got to change the Bears Packers. It's because the Packers don't don't have it. I don't think. So uh, who who would it be between? I guess uh, Cowboys Bears. God. All right. The Packers have been supporting yellow since the 20s, but they didn't incorporate green into their jerseys until 38. The Bears incorporated blue and orange and some, blue, orange, and white in 32. So they've been blue, white, and orange. And their original, their 1932 jerseys, the first non-basic like basic jersey that they implemented, which is like the Packers had it. All the teams back then did, had those basic jerseys. The Chicago Bears' original jersey was a white jersey with two blue stripes on the sleeve and one orange stripe on the sleeve. Today, their jerseys are navy blue with three orange stripes on the sleeve. They've incorporated the three-stripe jersey on their sleeve, incorporating blue, orange, and white since 1932. 
We're in 2019 talking about this. Anything, talking about, talking about almost 90 <laughs> years of the same color scheme and the same essential jersey style. Hmm. And no, no other team except the Packers has history on their side in terms of jersey usage. I mean, if you want, we we leave it up to the coin flip. Let's fake the side. Coin flip, that's fine. But I think for for me personally, I think it's got to be uh, Cowboys versus Bears, just because it's it's two jerseys that have remained essentially unchanged. All right, Paul, call it. Heads. Head is what? <laughs> oh, sorry. Heads is, <laughs> Heads is Bears. This came out tails. All right, and I'm pretty bummed about that. <laughs> You chose to do the coin flip for the well, Bears no, and Packers. I, you could have just voted the Bears. Here's the thing: because in my head, like, we had three to one anyways. Was it three to one? I said make it the Bears. Yeah. Oh well, then it's the Bears. <laughs> I thought you were saying no, Cowboys. Because in my head, like, I, I confused myself because, like, the way we did the the first rankings was different than how we were doing the A to S thing. Which is right. fine. Which well, is fine. So we, we, we were judging it off of how they are currently. But when it came down, we, we chose the best of yeah. the best because of somewhat historical reasoning. Yeah. But it, but it's they're the best because of that. Like, the, the, the being that way for so long. And, you know, Here's that's the thing. why if those, if those Bears jerseys didn't work, they would have been changed since 1932. Right? Yeah. I, I, see, I see no problem there. All right, we got another another one of these rankers. This one actually I'm actually more excited about than the Jersey one because uh, we've all played a lot of uh, this in our day. Uh, we should rank all the Maddens, two thousand one to the present. Jesus Christ, the cover, just the cover, like the cover. No, 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 not, not the not the cover. The game, the game itself. <laughs> They're all B. <laughs> now, now more, not by like it, just game play along because you know. It's always, you know, trying to make the game better. Yeah. And the graphics. Don't worry about the graphics. But I think we should put into consideration that, you know, it seems like a lot of the newer Maddens, like, there's a lot going on. And some of the gameplay is kind of complicated, which is good in some regards and kind of annoying in others. So there could be a nostalgia factor here. Um, they really go out of order. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they did that. I don't know if it's just trying to make Oh, he forgot about this year. But, I mean, for you guys, not, not, not me because I'm kind of like a – the guy who just kind of borrows people's stuff. <laughs> um, what's what's the word for that? Uh, cheapskate. Yeah. Uh, mooch. Mooch. Mooch is so actually. I know. Better. I know what S should be. So, but, but you guys have probably owned the majority of these Maddens, if not all of them. Can't help but notice Madden '98's not up there. Well, it's a uh, 2001. <laughs> I, I know what the I know what S should be. All right. So, in in no in no particular order, but the ones provided here, we got uh, Madden uh, two thousand two. Looks like we got Dante Culpepper on the cover. Uh, I don't really remember playing that, but <laughs> there's reason to believe that's probably in like the C range. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And he, that never really comes up in conversation. Like, oh, remember Madden 02? That's never that's, that conversation has never occurred. Uh, looks like we got was O three there with uh yeah. Marshall Falk. Madden 03, I put in the B. I played a lot B, of two, maybe A. 03. Played right, so that on the GameCube. We'll put that in B right now. All right. 04. A. A. Michael I would Vick say on the cover. S. A. That, that's S potential because no. Michael Vick was untouchable. No, not in that even game. close. Not even close to S. Right, we can agree on A for right now. We'll, we'll see what comes down to the end. We got uh, Madden, was it 
2005 with Ray Lewis. Is that right? Or am I misreading that? B? No, that's an A game. I don't remember it. 2005 no, with Ray Lewis on the cover. Amazing. Paul seems to have a better memory, so we're going to put A for 05. 06, Donovan McNabb on the cover. Pretty sure that was a D one. That was when you had the, the quarterback cone light thing, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah get rid of that. No love for Madden in 06. Madden 07, Sean Alexander on the cover. B. MVP year for him. B for you, Souls? I'll say B. B? Mm, actually, I'm going to give it a 9. Okay, nice, but we got, it looks like we got two Bs versus an A right now. Listen, can be subject to change. We can, we can adjust this stuff. It was the first like really fast-paced Madden game, and it had the superstar mode where you were able to... F- it was like road to the show. You played it. You picked the yeah. NFL player and you played through their career for them. It was like it was absolutely mind boggling. I think it should be it. Madden 09. Vince Young on the cover. I uh I don't really remember this game that much. I'm actually surprised. I mean, he had a decent year, but I'm surprised wait, he made the wait. cover. Never mind. I'm gonna go see. Yeah. Did yeah. I say 09? I meant 08. That was my bad. If I... <laughs> See? 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 Sorry, Vince. Brett Favre. See. 09. That one wasn't that great. <laughs> Madden 10. To my memory, I think it's the only game that had two people on the B. cover. It was a really good game. Yeah, it was. I say B. B I remember, actually, I had this game for the Nintendo Wii. And... Uh, <laughs> Kendall in his room just throwing passes. And you know what the advantage of having the Wii for Madden is? Just about nothing. <laughs> How did that work? Because there's not enough buttons. Well, the, the the only cool feature about it, and it was just, it, it didn't make any sense because there's just too much to do. You can you can control the route, so you can like draw it up for just your receivers. But it didn't make it so you can make them spin in circles. And like it, it doesn't help you move the ball down the field. It just makes you do nonsense. Just drag, drag, drag. Yeah, it's just it's stupid. Uh, Madden 11, Drew Brees. Um, B. Yeah. I recall it being a pretty good game. So we do the same thing. We're going to rank everything and then pick an S out of the A's? I think so. I mean, unless, right, unless, yeah. unless you guys have one that really stands out in your mind. I do, but. That's what he said, B for 11. Peyton Hillis, a. Madden 12. That was a good one. Hey, Madden 12 was so good. Souls, Madden, 12, Madden 12, even to this day, is still the most fluid gameplay. Souls, you seem to have uh, other thoughts. I remember it. <laughs> it was so fluid. Madden 12 was... Madden 12... So, I bought 13, 14, 15, 16. I've had every game since 2010. I still played 12 for years. It was just so fluid. It was so good. And if anything, I had the best Madden curse of all time. That is true. This is the first Madden that I remember that everyone had. With Calvin Johnson on the cover. Uh, S, because it was the last one Barnett Lecker was on. Yeah, everyone had this Madden, to, to my recent memory. Now, I'm noticing... Oh, okay, there it is. All right. Go ahead. Oh. <laughs> no, I was wondering why there wasn't Madden 14, because Madden 14 was Madden 25, but they put it at the end. Okay, go ahead. Madden 13. Um, I give it a C. Yeah. It was a solid game, I feel, but just kind of... Mm, actually, I might give it a D. It was glitchy. No? It was glitchy. Souls, any... Let's see. So what do we have? We have... Uh, I say C. Madden 15, Richard Sherman. C. B. 
be. Madden 16. D. OBJ. D. C. D. It was I, bad. That's a game I... that This was the first year I think they, they started incorporating make, all that other stuff, right? They tried... They, they tried... That was the first year they tried incorporating, like, super spectacular catches and all that shit, and it, it resulted in so many drops, and it, it, it made route running, like, just... This was the lethargic. first... Lethargic. It, it was gross. Now, was this the first game you could choose how you wanted to catch the pass? Or am I mistaken? No, I think that was... It was, like, the, like no, the, the, the spectacular catch or, like, possession catch? Yeah, it was that one. Yep. D. So they, didn't get the, they didn't get it down right. Yeah. D. They fixed it in 17, which I would give the C. 17. Man, 17 C. Gronkowski, yeah, kind of screw him anyway. All right. 18. B. Mr. B, Brady. It's only Xbox One. It is funny they chose one with the Xbox like uh, vignette on it. <laughs> 18, 18 was pretty good. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty good. Was it A or B? Or B. 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 All right. Bad at 19. Antonio C. Brown. D. C or D. Cover. Forget the cover. No, no I'm just. <laughs> I, 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 no, no, no. This is like the only game, like only Madden game I could never actually play. Like, I, actually, I, play. I give a D because they tried to make it like more realistic for running because the league was going so pass heavy that they tried to make running harder and they just made the defense. They like bumped up defensive like rushing way too much and they made it really difficult to run for no reason. Like I played it for like a week and a half and I like ended like just stopped. All right. So, so it's just because you're not good enough. Madden no, 25 is A. You can ask Paul. I'm kidding. Madden 25 is A. Madden 25. Even yeah. if it's only because they incorporated all the great NFL teams from the past into it. It was a good game. It was a cool concept. And it looks like Madden 01, which for whatever reason was put last. I don't... And B. C. C. I don't know. See? I don't yeah. remember it. The Eddie first Madden I had was 03. <laughs> Eddie George, 01. All right. So... Our best of the best is we have Madden 04. It's between 05, 12, and 25. It's between 05 and 12. 12 had the best gameplay, but 05 introduced arguably the best feature in any Madden game ever, and that was the hit stick. What 05 guys... introduced the hit stick, which absolutely changed the way everybody played defense in the NFL, in the Madden games. And 2012 was arguably the most fluidly perfect gameplay game for Madden ever. Honestly, Madden 12 might be one of the best sports games ever in terms of fluidity and realistic gameplay. But 2005 completely changed the, the landscape of how you play Madden. See, I remember 2004 to me was the best one. That, no. was, that game was a lot of fun. I so said, 2005 I, introduced the hit stick, it made, and it was like, that because that was like, and that's the whole reason they put Ray Lewis on the cover. It just made defense is such a fearsome thing. Also, 2005 was the first year they incorporated it where you could include more than two people into a tackle on defense, which made like stopping the run with like your defensive line if you stuffed it better. Because you could actually get more people on the ball carrier, which stopped the run. And 2012 incorporated that even further with doing six-man tackling. Hmm. 2012 was a very, very good gameplay. It was very realistic. So it's not like for you guys that Madden 25 is not going to make this advance. Madden 2005 was a very was a very fluid game, but the best part about Madden 2025 was that you could play as all these great and. NFL teams. It wasn't like the 2K thing where like you had great players available or whatever. Like it was, you just you could play as the 85 Bears, you could play as the 76 Steelers, right. you could play as any of these teams. All right. So, Riddler, you stand by Madden 05. I think. How are we doing this? Playing I, the game or revolutionary in term like revolutionary Madden games? Well, I, I if guess it's based off gameplay, then 12. 
05 changed the landscape of Madden, but 12 was the best Madden game overall. So I guess the way we've been doing this, it, it's been kind of a, a mixture of both, but I guess what it comes 12. down to is what you guys enjoyed playing the 12. most and, and, and like without... 12, because 2005, the best thing about 2005 was that it introduced the hit stick and, and multi, multi-person tackling. 2012 had that and very fluid gameplay, better graphics. So I, I mean, just because of the nature of time, but 2012 would be the right. S. So I heard, now, 04 is only mentioned, now I think 04 is really only mentioned because of how unstoppable Mike Vick was, but does that really outweigh? Yeah. You, no. They, they, they put in, like, the mini games where, like, you can, like, the, the throw into the rings and all that other stuff. So, so you you like the the aspect I like the for the best. That's, um, the, that's the game I remember playing the most of. Yeah, Madden. That that's what I'm kind of looking at. Like I remember playing 04. Even now, I mean, the 2004 Madden to me was one of the best. I, I think it is the best one. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think I think you were. But you you stand by twelve. Oh yeah, they can look up the rankings. Four doesn't even come close. But I, I mean, it's it's. My it wasn't a good game. Four wasn't a good game. It was just four was like the the best Madden of that that time. It was better, probably better gameplay than five. But five introduced more revolutionary things that people play in Madden today. Play Madden without a hit stick. <laughs> Do it. Play Madden today without a hit stick. I really play Madden anymore, anyways. Doesn't matter though. Play Madden without a hit stick. So I mean, on defense, twelve so- twelve was so fluid. It, it just the game played so well. The run, the 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 cuts were perfect the they weren't ridiculous juke moves where you were hitting spin move four minutes early and spinning past two defensive backs with steven jackson like things like that weren't happening it was perfect tackles there weren't these ridiculous tackle i mean like you play you play today you go up and you can fucking slam cam newton with any middle linebacker and he's gonna shake him off because cam newton's this unstoppable runner i'm sorry no (laughs) it's not happening uh, they, they, they key more to the player, and they keyed more to the player back in the early 2000s, like Michael Vick. If they didn't make Michael Vick with 99 speed in Madden, people wouldn't have been as excited about Madden. So we don't have time to do another one of these, but I'd like to do this again. So there was another game, another uh, one of these rankers, which had every uh, football video game made. There's a lot of games I haven't heard of. NFL Street. So I think it would be interesting to come down like the NFL Street versus like. Although NFL Blitz was pretty terrible, I, I loved NFL Blitz. Right, so it, I, it was I, a horrible game, but I, I loved it. I looked at it, but see the thing is like, I wouldn't want to weed through all of this. No one owns that. I mean, no one for our group anyway. Like NCAA play head coach seventeen, right? Like all of, like the college games. Those are some real obscure games in there. Stuff that's like for for uh, extinct systems and all that. So I, that's why I shied away from it. Yeah. Right. Um, Let's do some beer reviews. Yes. Souls. I have to use the restroom. Super Duper Double Tissue was good as always. It's the best you got. You can't hold the restroom break till after the beer reviews. I, re- no, you have to review I reviewed it so many times that's the best I got. We gotta get you some different beer there, guy. Yeah, I've had it. Listen, I, it's I, not I, the same. I know you like what you like, and I'm fine with that. But why don't you start with like just one random beer, and either you like it or you don't, and then you move on to the Super Duper Double Tissue. I've done it the last like three weeks. Okay, that's fine. Let's settle down. I I I, I just. I think you're a good reviewer, and you're holding yourself back. How many times can I review this beer? Then drink a different beer. I, I have. have. I don't know. I don't a different beer every week. I tried. Can't do one to buy it. 
There's it's other not his responsibility. There's, I asked him. There's other I didn't have time today. I know, but uh, what, there was other beer in the fridge. That's why. So. It's the one I had last week. Well, there's a bunch. Of, you could have had my uh, mimosa one and, and hated it. <laughs> you didn't ask me, and I go to liquor stores every day for a living. You're allowed to, you're allowed to hate on beer. Like, I'm not gonna I, I, I know I'm not going to like. Okay. I, I, right, but I'm just saying, you, but you might, if you try something, you might like it. I'll go. <laughs> I had Harpoons, Duncan Summer Ale. It's a coffee pale ale. So I had the original... Um, Duncan, uh, I guess it was, a, it was a, a coffee set I believe they made by Harpoon, and it was okay. Um, it was the type of thing that I think it was like I, I feel like I had it a bunch of times. This was nice uh, at five percent, not too heavy. Um, when when you when you finish, it definitely has kind of like that that um, iced coffee type of like you know that aftertaste always has kind of like a negative connotation, but it had a nice aftertaste, if you will, and a very easy drinking beer. Uh, I, I could see myself drinking. Seven or nine of these, which, you know, it sounds like abuse, but not the case. Uh, it just means that I'm enjoying it. And uh, cheers to you, Harpoon. Did a good job. Mock? She Marshall? I had the Crusher from Alchemist Brewing. And just it, one. Not what? even a full one. What? You can drink the whole thing. It, it's pretty much gone. Um, Alchemist makes very good IPAs. Um, the oh. Crusher is, is still up there. I don't think it's quite on par with like the Focal Banger, the Heady Topper, but it is a very good IPA. Um, as it got more to room temp, it, it opened it up, but it got it a lot more, you know, boozy. But, um, overall, it's a very good, very good beer. If you're up in Vermont, I recommend getting it. So, uh, four stars. Uh, the second beer I had was Night Late from Night Shift Brewing in Everett, Mass. I had this last week, but I didn't write it down. Um, it, it's just like a craft PBR, which it sounds terrible, but it's not. I mean, like it's got flavor, more flavor than like a PBR does or like a like a Miller Lite or anything like that. It's a crushable beer. It's four ninety nine for a four pack of pints. I mean, it's definitely not like a blow you away beer. I gave it two stars. But I said I'd get it again for sure because it's just like I said, it's just a crushable beer. The price is right. It gave me the three three inning save, uh, three inning save that gave up four runs. Uh, but luckily we were up big because there's news. Uh, the first beer I had was the 20th anniversary ale from Omni Gang out of Cooperstown, New York. It's a bourbon barrel aged dark ale, dark brown in color, very grainy with earthy notes, uh, a little bit of coffee notes. Uh, and you get the bourbon and the oak on the nose. It's also got a lot of bourbon and oak on the flavor with some caramel and a little bit of earthiness. So that caramel kind of starts off the sweet start. You get the bourbon halfway through the the drinking process, but not like the boozy part of the bourbon, just the flavor. And then you get a very clean finish. It's got a very beautiful aroma, and it's got kind of like a shimmery color. And I gave it five stars. It's the best beer I've ever had. Wow. Really? Yep. Wow. Really? I'm a little surprised. Yeah, it's the best beer I've ever had. Over any any bourbon county? Yeah. Wow. So uh, Shout out Omega. What's the availability of this beer? Limited. So, uh, Banana. So, let's say you walk into a, a major package store. What are the chances of you finding one? Fair, because it's out now. Right, but I guess so, quantity-wise, we package store will get like five or six? Or not even that? No, I mean, they, they distributed a lot of it, but they're never going to make it again. So, I, I guess my question is, so, next year... They'll if you go into Total one? Wine in Milford, you could probably find 20 cases of it. But when it's gone, it's gone forever. 
They'll never okay. do it again. Now, why? Why? Because it's the twentieth anniversary. Oh, okay, okay, that, that makes sense. Now, will this will this beer age like others, or not really? No, it's no. dark ale. It's not a stout. So just you drink it while it's shelf life. One hundred eighty days, maybe wow. a little longer because it's dark ale to keep it dark and cold. But it's not something you can sit on for five years. It'll start to go sour. And if you do that, you're a fucking piece of shit. Because right. it's fucking a beautiful beer. Now, did they only bottle this, or could you go to like... 750s only. Wow. And so, what was the price range you said? 1999. What are you playing 20 questions over there? Well, I, I did a beer I, festival I with this at Quasi on Saturday, and I went through 48 bottles oh in God. four hours. 48 750s in four hours. Damn. I drank 27 of them. No, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I'm still drunk. <laughs> Those are my beer reviews. Uh, Mark, where can they find us? Be sure to find us on Facebook and Instagram at Getting Sports with Drunk. Twitter is GSWD underscore four. Make sure you use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses. Whether it's spinning the wheel of random sports or sucking Souls' dick. <laughs> or casually dropping the bomb that's the best beer you've ever had. And everyone's just like, oh shit, we should have listened. Because <laughs> everyone's just like, ah, uh, Paul drank a dark beer, big shocker. And it's like, it's the best beer I've ever had. <laughs> Be sure to find us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Make sure to use the hashtag GSWD for all your daily uses. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> um, we got some stuff coming up. July 20th, we're going to be down at Black Hog. Don't know what time yet, but uh, we'll be down there. TBD. When is um, it? July 20th. Oh, good. I got some time. Yes. Die. Um, nah, when the week in court, we got to work it out with Pete and all that, but we can do a live broadcast that day. It's a, it's a Sunday, so there's nothing really. It's a Saturday. Oh, it's mixtape Saturday. So we won't be doing a <laughs> broadcast. Well, maybe. We'll see. Well, that's not true. Mixtape Sunday. But, mixtape um, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, we'll be down there on the 20th. Uh, we got some other stuff kind of in the works being scheduled. But uh, some good stuff coming. Be sure to check out the Peter Pino show tomorrow night from 7.30 to 10.30. Uh, Peter's Skyping in from Vegas. Um, Would you like the heat on? Yes, please. <laughs> check out all the other stuff on PPRN. We just mentioned Mixtape Saturday. Um, download the app. Still creeping towards that thousandth download. What are we at? Uh, 900 made it up. Uh <laughs> We're close though. We're, we're like within twenty. So you cowards out there listening, go download a free app. Come did, on. Did I say hundredth or thousandth? Thousandth. That a thousand mark is what we're going for. All right. So download the app. Check us out. There's always stuff playing on PPRN. A lot of good stuff happening. A song doesn't repeat for eleven days. So keep that in mind. False. <laughs> What do you mean, false souls? I, really, Kyle? I have higher love, like, apparently. Kyle, my you know what that is? You liked the song. Yeah. That, that's why, like, it, 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 it pops up. Like, it's, it's, it's a favorite. It's, you somehow liked the song. That's why that's happening. So, like, it just comes up on my phone? Well, it tells well, you when it's playing on the station. It happens more than once in 11 days. Kyle, why are you saying this right now? Kyle, that's the, the reason. It, uh, forget it. Till next week. <laughs> uh, real quick, uh, I'm expecting beer reviews from Kendall when we start the show next week because I'm also going to do this. Uh, we can have it on the show. We do whatever Kendall wants. But uh, recently learned about a new thing called the Daytona Corona. 
Okay. Speak more. All right, so you know what a Corona is. I, I do. And you know how people drink a Corona? With a lime? Yeah. So the Daytona Corona is the Miller High Life with a lemon wedge. Really? Yep. And it has positive reviews? Yeah. Hmm. This is intriguing. I do like lemon. I'm the I'm the 900th and whatever you just made up download on the work iPad. <laughs> so uh, if, if we can real quick, Kendall told me a very, very funny story the other day. Kendall, you told me your dad ordered a blue moon. Oh, <laughs> my God. Yes. So we, my, my father's birthday was uh, a week ago, a week and a half ago. We went, went to On the Border. And, uh, you ordered a Belgian beer at a Mexican restaurant? Wait, wait. So... He blue orders moon's a, always on at Mexican places. He orders a blue moon. It comes served in a margarita glass, <laughs> <laughs> and they put a lime in it, <laughs> not on the edge of the bottle, floating in the middle. I couldn't believe it. I should have taken a photo. I but can't I, believe you did. Was didn't. it a blue moon arita? Because that's a thing. No, this is this was a standard blue moon. They, they did served, you like it? He's none the wiser. So yes. <laughs> so and I, I I said to him like Dad. This, there's a lime in it. It's supposed to be an order. It is like, oh, cool. Because like, <laughs> it's like, my birthday. Like, like it was a bonus. Like, no. I'm going to have to drop off up. a bottle of Kim Crawford to your dad soon. <laughs> so we I can't do that anymore because I work for the competitor, but I know a guy. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, make sure to tune into all those things Mock talked about. Uh, make sure to slap souls in the mouth. And uh, we'll be back next week, 8-ish to 11-ish. Until then, I'm your hostess, Cupcake the Riddler. I'm Mock. Sheen Washington. Nope. Yossi Scholz. <laughs> you about to sneeze? So she yells. <laughs> Wait, what did you start with? He weren't Yoshi the Vietnamese. Yeah, he was. was. Yeah, he, he was. Yoshi? He was Yoshi Souls, but now he's So she yells. He's one of those new, like, little Debbie snacks. How much he cost? <laughs> Go ahead. All right, Kyle. And I'm the Red Baron. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.